Hello, everybody. You're listening to the Changing Times Transformation Podcast, where we talk about anything and everything transformation related. This is your host, Jeezy Dino. And that's right. It's been a long while. I've spoken about it very many times that we would be coming back following season one and season two. But instead of telling you about it even more, I'm just going to do it. So here we are, the beginning of season three. Um, And what better way to start the season with none other than the legendary Lobo Leo. Um, We are streaming. Hey, nice to have you. (laughs) And we are streaming live from the Lobo Leo Patreon Discord and as well as Picardo. So a big thanks to everybody that was here tonight to be a part of this. Um, and please, if you can, stay tuned. At the end of the pa- podcast episode, we will be taking live additional questions um, from Lobo Leo patrons. Uh, specifically, if there is some time, we will probably take a few questions from the Picardo stream as well. So, again, if you could stay till the end, if you maybe had a question that you've been wanting to ask Lobo Leo, um, for a good while now um more than welcome to ask it what we will do is uh depending on the number of questions we receive um we will accumulate all those questions and then we will uh consolidate it all and throw it into a random number generator and then we'll just select them as at random from there um if you want to uh for those in the discord if you want to go ahead and put some of your questions in the Lobo Leo den, um, and then we'll just kind of pick them up as we go. I will be announcing again at the end um, when we are starting the additional questions if you want to ask towards then. Um, otherwise, uh, again, thank you all for coming in and thank you everybody that's not here present today for listening in as well. So with that being said, um, on to the episode again we have here lobo leo um and for those of you who maybe are new to the genre of transformation or just haven't really caught up um excuse me with those of yesterday um how about you just kind of tell us about yourself lobo leo and kind of you know how you came up with the name and everything like that Oh, wow. Uh, well, first, hello, Jesse uh, or Chisi, sorry, <laughs> I'm not. Uh, first, I'm from Chile. So for, uh, for people that are, are listening, my, my main language is Spanish. So uh, I'm really sorry if you cannot understand a few of my lines, uh, but I'm going to try my best. Uh, I've been, my name, I don't know. It wasn't Lobo Leo in the first place when I started this. And we're talking about uh, the beginning of the century. I mean, <laughs> of the last of the last uh, century. So, yeah, back in, I, I think it was uh, in the last, it was in November, November 2001, I think. I'm pretty sure. Wow. Yeah, so that's, that, that's when... Yeah. That's when I, I started my own site. I think I, I found, uh, because I, I had my first computer, personal computer, in the same year, 
2001. Before that, the only way I had a computer was going to my school, mm-hmm. uh, going to to college. I, I was starting college but back then, the main university I was starting. So that's the year 2001 when I when I got my my first computer, my first PC. Mm-hmm. It was a gift from my from my mother and from my grandmother. Uh, they they really did that for my birthday on October. And no, no, it was before 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 that. But anyway, whatever the case. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I had a, I had a bunch of of art that I've been doing for the past few years before that, on on books, on on many many art books that I had uh, when I was going to university or when I was in high school. I was always drawing behind uh, when I was bored. Uh, so when I got the computer, I started to, to scan many of my of my drawings, mm-hmm. and and then it, and because and thanks to the, the, the university I was going, I, I learned I learned to how to make a website. So I started to to search around, and I said, "What name do do, do I do for myself?" Um, <laughs> yep. Need that. <laughs> Yeah, and I was like, "Fuck, I, I don't know what to do." And Lobo Leo wasn't the first name that I that I came up with. I <laughs> my the, the first name was Leo Looney. That was oh, like a okay. combination of the Looney characters because of the of the cartoon series. Right, right. Yeah, because I had I, I said to myself, "This is a crazy idea to be posting this the." My stupid art. So <laughs> my my relationship was crazy, Looney, um, and Leo because I was crazy doing this. So I picked up the name, I made a site, uh, and I started posting it. And then, uh, out of the blue, uh, searching werewolf, uh, werewolf uh, on internet because I love them, I I uh, I stumbled upon. A few sites, and I think the very first site that I said to myself, "Wow, people really like transformation, like my, uh, like me." <laughs> uh, I'm, I, I, I'm not crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like, really, uh, there are more people that like what I like. I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and I think the very first site, the very first site that uh, has a lot of artists, different artists, it was. Uh, Werewolves in Suburbia, uh, werewolves.org, I think was the Okay, yeah, and I think I know. Yeah, that. yeah, uh, there, there, there were a few, there were like five, six artists, I think, and there were a few more in the various category. And um, Grief was one of the one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, what the fuck? I, my, my mind exploded back then. I was like. <laughs> This is what I want to yeah. do. This is this is this is what I love. Uh, I contacted. Uh, I, I don't. I don't remember if, if if I tried to contact them, if I submitted a few pics, or if they, if they ever were posted. I don't remember because uh, we are talking about uh, 
It's almost two decades uh, ago. Yeah. Two decades ago. Yeah, it's a very long Damn. time. <laughs> yeah, it's a very long time. So I don't remember if I did anything uh, uh, for uh, for them. But uh, uh, I found other sites like uh, Shadow Le- uh, Shadow Lording, Bahamut's. Bahamut's Lair, I think it was the name. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, that's the, the, the site the that took my my pictures uh, for the first time I, I say besides the site i was working on because i had my own site that I, right, right now I, I i don't remember the the sack uh uh url that that it has the but uh yeah shadow lord posted a few of my pictures yeah. as as leo Luni. uh we are talking about 2001 oh, because yeah. Yeah, the, the early Janu- uh, January, maybe February of 2001. And they posted my my first drawing, I, I may say, uh, in that side. Um, I was like, uh, I was really happy to, with that because I, I get to know a, a few people started to uh, texting me. Uh, send me a message uh, to my email. Mm-hmm. I, I had a, I had a, a, an email at, at Yahoo. And out of the blue, people started to ask me for stuff. But I, and I didn't know what commission were. I, I, mm-hmm. I thought people just uh, like, like it to share art. I, I, and I think most people do. I mean, most people... Is what I what they wanted, but, but back in the day, uh, there there was there was no DeviantArt, there was no Full Affinity, right? There uh, there was anything like that, so people didn't make a living out of art. I mean, in the sense yeah. that we do it today, exactly. it was a different world. We were discovering a connection back then. It, it was about finding people with your 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 with the same likes, I mean, with the same, uh, sorry, with the same, uh, well, with the same tastes. I don't know the, the word. Um, there were forums back then. There were people, yeah, there were forums. Um, people, uh, and those were the places, I, I think I remember a place, uh, the Elf, Elfwood, I think there was a site, site like that. Mm. Okay. Yeah, some people may may, may remember Elfgood. Uh, uh, people uh, and uh, well, that place hosted a bunch of uh, creatures. Uh, there wasn't just werewolves; there was everything. And I and I think fantasy, especially medieval fantasy, uh, fantasy uh, in the sense of. Uh, uh, Fantasy, uh, ah, sorry, uh, I That's forgot okay. the, the, the genre. But, uh, there was a, a, an influence, a, a huge influence from uh, from this world, from elves, creatures. Okay. Uh, like I think lots of, yeah, yeah, yeah that, that, that kind of folklore. So, and werewolves were, were like in the sidelines. They were oh, not the main focus okay. of many... On most fantasy sites, on, more, on most uh, creator-driven stories, mm-hmm. it was more about uh, the elves, the makes, the dragons. I, I, I think back in the day, but I, I, 
And because of that, I think there were a few artists that took advantage of that and made werewolves something very beautiful to look yeah. at. Uh, I can name from the top of my head to Golden Wolf. I think yeah. Golden Wolf changed the changed the la- the landscape about what werewolves were were about back then because. Uh, People need to remember back back then in the early night. Uh, I mean, in two thousand and one, uh, there was no Twilight. I mean, I don't like Twilight <laughs> at all. But uh, but I mean, in the sense that people see werewolves today as as something they they love, and they they can uh, feel attracted to. Right. Uh, now, uh, before that, most wearable stories were about cursed people, monster. Uh, it was only in only in the horror uh, spectrum. Mm-hmm. So when there were artists like Golden uh, Wolf that took advantage of this new way to look at the uh, at these creatures uh, in a in a new way. Uh, people responded very, very positive. Uh, I, I think about that, and 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 then and after that, I, I say uh, the the genre uh, about uh, werewolf transformation was mm. much much below all of that. Yeah. So finding people. Finding people that like it, the, this stuff, uh, was really difficult. I mean, it was a very, very small uh, uh, place in the in the internet, internet. So it was really interesting the way uh, you find almost a family. So it was really comfortable talking to people like that. Yeah. And and. I think slowly but surely uh, I started to to understand uh, what people wanted from me. So I I moved on. I uh, I didn't like ah, and after a while I, I, I well, but, uh, answering your question, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, after a while, I didn't like the name Leo Luni. Like I, I think it lasted like one year, maybe two years at top. And I, I decided to change my name. I said, no, I don't like it because I, I, I don't, I don't want to be consi- considered a crazy person, a loony. <laughs> uh, I just want to be, I just want to be someone more, more representative of who I am or who I feel that I am. So I changed the name to from Leo Luni to Lobo Leo. Because it was, I think it was really simple. This was the yeah. double double L. The I like it. I like when some names have the same letters. So and because my origin is from the Spanish uh, language community, Lobo Wolf was uh, was an easy pick. So I said, oh yeah, it, it kind of rhymes. I said to myself. Okay. Uh, so that's that's why I picked the Lobo Leo because. Hey, there were I, I didn't I didn't know any other people in the in the internet that like it what I like it like it what it was and on top also in Spanish I didn't got to know anyone in about in the span of maybe five years later maybe I, I started to 
to know a few. But before that, in the early 2000, I, uh, there was no one, to be honest. Yeah. So, sure. yeah, yeah. Uh, I had to learn from, from the scratch, to be honest, I, uh, to start to <laughs> communicate because my English back then was dictionary in hand. Uh, and, I, and I learned, yeah, I, I think I learned most of my English back then from playing video games. I was playing Final Fantasy VII back then. Uh, that was my fav favorite RPG. So in order to understand the story, I, I played a lot of Final Fantasy with a dictionary in hand. There was no Google translator, anything. Wow. So yeah. <laughs> uh, and and at the same time, I was I was receiving requests that, as I said before, I started to receive requests. I think the very, very first request of a uh, commission from, was from Serenbow. Uh, Serenbow is a commissioner. Mm -hmm. I think uh, a few people know him because he likes uh, asking for chimera creatures, like yeah. gears, very sexy uh, gears that, that transform in... Uh, in this chimera, that's, they are not, they are canine, but they, they have other traits. So I think the very first, yeah, the very first commission was Tammy's Change, something like that. Uh, some people maybe remember that, that comic. Uh, and I think I, sh I charged it. 20, 20 bucks, maybe, maybe less. Maybe there was 20 bucks for how many pages? I, I don't remember. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, so I was like, well, and it took me a while. Uh, yeah. To be honest, I, I, I didn't. One of the most common mistakes you, can, you make when you start taking commission is that you don't know the, the size of the, of the work you're taking. I mean, sometimes you jump into ideas, but you don't know how much they they take a hold on. They take a hold on you. I mean, in the sense that, fuck, I I, I don't know how how to approach this idea. Yeah, and you have exactly. to figure it out. Yeah, and and it's a a constant struggle. I mean, back then I didn't know what. The hell I was doing, to be honest. It was just exper experimenting. Uh, you did. I didn't rely on computer at all. Yeah. I was just still using my my paper, my 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 pencils, and I was only using this computer to to post uh, my my work. Uh, I had a scanner that take take care of my of my digital. I mean, to make digital my art. Uh, other than that, uh, my computer was just a communication tool and to make the, the website. That, that was it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> it took me a while to get comf comfortable of taking commission because in the beginning it was a difficult thing to to get a grasp a grasp on on the on the, on the amount of work because I was learning. That that's the thing that people don't know when they ask to ask this uh, a few things. Uh, it's like, hey, th that artist is still learning. Is still learning how to make this face look fine, look, look 
proportionate uh, to me uh, that that person doesn't i didn't know my my first share of anatomy so i i had to figure it out on on the way i mean on the on the while working on it so i think well i don't know i don't know what to say but yeah it's been a it's been a learning experience that's what i can say for sure yeah the uh <laughs> definitely internet changed a lot i can't tell you how many how many people i've uh had on both the podcast and on off the podcast that have said that uh you know discovering not even just transformation you know furries anime like yourself video games they didn't know that how vast the community is or people similar to yourself similar interest uh could share on the same platform um i mean transformation specifically i can remember um or in the early 2000s, you know, it all started with GeoCities and Yahoo Groups and the Animal Transformation Web Rings, for those who remember that. Um, yeah, I re- oh, I remember. Oh, my God. You're, yes, uh, when I had my site, I think the very first, one of the very first things we did mm-hmm. as a community, in quotes, was a web ring. Yep, yeah, exactly. I, re- I remember the web rings, tra- yes. the transformation web ring. <laughs> oh my god, I was part of that. I was part of that. Yeah, there was quite a few, and that's that's definitely how a lot of people just pretty much discovered each other back then. And that's kind of interesting because now, you know, the internet's so accessible, so it's hard to discover new talent and you know, kind of follow and find more because you know there's so much information to consume back then it was more simpler because you know you'd be on your site but then say you see the little web ring at the bottom the little banner and you could see something like you know shadow lord or you could see were cats were creatures things like that so it's interesting how we've changed over time but um i kind of digress from that i know you've spoken in detail about you know how you came about and it's certainly interesting and definitely speaks to how you know you've sort of created your your legend your your journey throughout the two decades that you've you know contributed to the community so in that sense i kind of want to know like how does it feel to be one of the heaviest influence of you know transformation for almost two get uh, decades uh well uh that's a difficult question i mean this difficult answer because there is no way i can measure my impact uh more than the people that i met online that that they they write me and say uh, how much they like my work so maybe uh, i mean i i have met a a few dozen A few, many hundred people uh, online, I, I say, through Discord, through email, through DeviantArt, uh, yeah. Full Affinity, uh, even yeah, email. And yeah, uh, it's very, very difficult to understand the, the impact that my, <coughs> my work has 
as may have because um, most of the time, to be honest, uh, you feel, I mean, in my case, and I think many artists uh, carry with the same uh, course <laughs> that is called the, the impostor, uh, impost, imposter uh, guilt, that you don't deserve this attention. The, oh. You say, f yeah, the, 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 the imposter guilt is like the feeling that you have as an artist that you feel that you, that you don't des deserve this kind of attention because you feel that your art is not good enough. Yeah. Uh, but, but, uh, and I'm constantly saying to myself, yeah, that, that I don't like my art, I don't like this, I don't like that. But mm -hmm. then I come across art that is not particularly well drawn, it's not particularly uh, right. well structured. Uh, I can see issues with the anatomy, issues with many mm -hmm. details, fine details from, from other artists, but, but they inspire me. The, ins yeah. the, the, the inspiration, it doesn't. It doesn't come exactly. It, it, it doesn't have to come from fine art, especially, and that's something I discovered after a while. The you can read even fan fiction. You can read uh, things that are very casual for for many people, but the these stories or these the this art in particular, even is if it's a doodle. Uh, a sketch can influence <laughs> your mind can makes can make it work in a in a way that you don't expect it to work it can bring you ideas so i can feel that happening to many people people that maybe saw my art so yeah. while i i cannot shake the feeling from myself that feeling that i can that i'm an imposter that i don't deserve the attention because i don't like most of my of the work that i do mm -hmm. uh, i i i respect and i understand they really like what i have done through the years because of the because they feel inspired uh, because of it and i love that i love the the people that show me that kind of love uh, maybe it's, it's not, I'm not that, that transparent about it uh, because for me, for for a long time, it, it was a uh, what is the word a taboo? Taboo? Oh yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, because uh, transformation art. Uh, well, it, it's a it's, fetish for yeah, many for many niche. people. Yeah, I'm very, very niche. So uh, taking uh, talking openly about it for a long, long time uh, to to anyone mm -hmm. on the internet, it was very difficult for me just to to make a connection with someone and say, "Yeah, we are friends now because you like what I do." Because for me, that art that I was putting on on the mm -hmm. website or my uh, on any places was like a part of myself, a very personal personal things that I was showing, showing out. So yeah. it was like them. I don't know how they're going to respond 
they like if they like what I what I do, I'm gonna giggle <laughs> in the inside, but I'm not gonna show it. Uh, if that makes sense. Yeah, for so, sure. Um, yeah, I could, I could definitely see what you're coming from. I mean, uh, <laughs> and um, reading off the the uh, Picardo chat here and the imposter uh, reference thing or thing you're referencing to people are saying is called imposter syndrome um yeah you feel that you're uh under or beneath the people that you kind of uh, aspire to be and i can agree with a lot with what they're saying <clears throat> especially um you know from very uh renowned artists and creators alike that i speak to that have you know shared the same thing as you uh, especially in their early days, you know, you, you you see an artist like, you know, we'll go ahead and put Griff since you mentioned that uh, and you just become so enraptured by this art and, you know, you just kind of, you under, um, almost undervalue yourself, your ability and that you, you have this goal that's unreachable. And, you know, even myself, I could, you know, I could admit that, you know, with music, I've seen a lot of works uh, that I just like, man, I could never amount to creating something to this level Yeah. Uh, when it comes to writing music for the Changeling Tales game. I've, I've even asked Little Napoleon, the uh, main developer for the game, you know, have you ever felt that, you know, you see this artist and you just like, they're so their level is so high that you feel like you never can reach that level and he's like yeah so it's kind of it's in a way it's relieving to know that you're not the only person that feels that way i mean i can even say that uh people like you know john williams you you know you're talking about how you look at your own art and you just kind of like oh man this really sucks <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, you know people like john williams he doesn't even listen to his own music. He doesn't watch the movies he works on. Uh, and yeah. you got people like Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp doesn't watch his own movies for probably the obvious reasons. Um, he's <laughs> always, you know, a pretty silly character. Um, yeah. But you're you're right in the sense that you know you just there's that that uh, there's that wall you just have to ov overcome and get over that you just, you know, excel yourself. And instead of perceiving these, you know, these great artists or creators as a, as a barrier, look as it, look at as it more as a, a stair or stepping stone towards becoming something greater yourself. Um, so yeah. yeah, great to hear that from yeah. you. Um, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, it's, it's, it's a, it is a stepping stone. Also, you have, I mean, there is a, there, there's come a, a moment in your life when you, you realize that there's always going to be people that you are going to admire all the time. And that's not going to change at all. Even, even if you become as good as, as they, you're going to respect their, their work in a, in a way that, that won't change. And I, I understand that. But uh, I think that a message that I can say, especially for people that are still starting 
uh, to work on art, uh, starting to to feel inspired by other artists. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially in these times when everything is so connected, and they all they they want to to make a living out of the art, or maybe they are they they are aspiring to be to be recognized, to be taken into consideration. Is they don't have to rush. They don't have to rush. I think that's very important because the, yeah. there is a sense of urgency that uh, that I see with many new artists. Uh, they don't have the patience to say, right. "Okay, uh, I can become better if I work, if I work, uh, and and if I take uh, attention to detail." And mm-hmm. um, and I see them trying to mimic uh, an artist they 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 admire because they try to use the same tools, but they don't they skip the fundamentals. Uh, if you right. follow me, so I, I think what I'm trying to say is that uh, they, these people, may, I, many of these artists that I've seen, many fall into a sense of, a sense of depression mm-hmm. and i i've seen it happening happening very very constantly i don't know if because of the new generation uh, i mean i don't f- I, I mean there are 20 years apart from right. the people that i am t- that i'm mentioning uh, from myself i am 42 by the way uh, <laughs> so it, I really, really want if they are listening, if any one of them are listening to me, please don't you have all your life to to catch up to these artists. And they many of these artists they 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 get to a certain point when they feel comfortable with that with what they are doing. I mean in my in my case, uh, I, I came to uh and an understanding with myself uh, to be because there is a moment in your life as an artist when you have to make uh, peace peace with yourself in mm-hmm. the inner sense that uh, that you have to feel comfortable with yourself. Uh, even if I said before, there is a sense of of not feeling. I mean, of, of you don't want do you. The, you you feel that you 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 don't warrant this attention. The, you don't mm-hmm. even if you feel that way, you have to come to a conclusion that you are not tomorrow and next year you are not gonna be the same person. And that's the sense that people of of the new gener- generation keep forgetting. Yeah. Uh, you are not working for for the work you are doing. Uh, tomorrow, yes, maybe you're doing a, co- a commission that you have to deliver, but but at the same time you are making a, a foundation of your own skills for the future, uh, and, and not and that's the part that people don't see when they when they work uh, when they are starting to work on, on art. It's not about what you are doing today, because today you have to work for. Not for a work, but for yourself, and I think that's very, very important. If you forget you are working for yourself, that that you have to enjoy what you are doing. In a few years, you are gonna drop it 
you're, you're gonna you're not gonna continue working on on art because you're gonna get mad at yourself. You're gonna mm -hmm. be pissed at, at the work you are putting out because you're because because that happened to me. That, that happened to me so many times uh, through the years. I stopped working a few years. I, I, I left the the internet a few years. I came back, and that happened that happened to me re repeatedly because I I was not making uh, peace uh, peace with myself. I, I wasn't uh, I wasn't feeling comfortable with what with what I was doing with what I was working with mm -hmm. the art that, that I that I was producing. Uh but uh I came I mean I think I'm talking about the, the last few years, uh, maybe the last five years ago when I started Patreon. I say it took me a while to get to a point where I can say from now on I understand what I need to do in order to keep going. Because yeah. It's really, really difficult to understand that, to feel comfortable with yourself, with the, not only with yourself, but with a part of yourself. Because every art, every piece that you do is like a piece of yourself that, that you are delivering. But you have to make a compromise and say, yes, this maybe this I don't like, what I just made. or this driving that I did is horrible, horrible for you. But if you look past that and you you look at the future and you say, okay, what did I did I learn from this? That's the most important thing I say. Yeah, and that's that's the part that I that I tell to myself constantly. Yeah, I don't like how this turned out, but I now I can see why I don't like it, and that's the important part. Yeah. Definitely I I see I, I see what I did wrong here, and and if I can learn from from the mistakes, I can move on and be in peace with myself. And that's I think that's very very important. Yeah, and not feel and that's part of the frustration that many new artists the, that I see find find themselves in. So don't rush, don't feel ashamed. Just enjoy your time as a, as an artist because mm -hmm. the, the more you enjoy working on it, the more you're on you gain more. I, I, that's my that's what I can say. I don't know. <laughs> that's that's fine. So I yeah I completely understand and uh, like you said, going back you know to the whole mimicry thing, like I've always told myself and you know my own struggles just sort of uh analyzing both myself and just you know the the common thing that a lot of people that are on their own journeys to improve themselves go through is that humans are based on basically mimicry we learn by uh taking in information that someone else has learned and then apply it to our own you know like reading you when you want to learn to read, you read a book or you you read a, a newspaper, or, you know, you learn the letters and things that have been passed down for generations. And then, you know, arts, you know, you, you do study uh, sessions where you have like an item or 
a person or object in the room and you have to you have to sketch that down just based off freehand uh, or music you know when you learn to play music you you learn Beethoven or you learn um, Bach or you learn the Beatles or things like that you you take that information and you kind of seal it away in your own little vault of of tools yeah. that you can use to create things of your own um, so in a way I've always I've always perceived as mimicry is not necessarily bad uh, as no. you know it's popularly perceived as uh, as far as copying others or even going as, as far as tracing but as a means to you know understand like you said the fundamentals and concepts required to be able to understand oh yeah this this drawing I did is wrong, but I know why I did it wrong because this should look like this or I should have done it this way. Uh, so I can yeah. definitely see the connections with that. Um, but again, going back to, um, you know, the whole imposter syndrome of, you know, mm. uh, looking at all these artists that you look up to or have looked up to and uh, trying to excel that barrier. Um, I know you mentioned like, people like Griff, which is another name that consistently would come up if someone throws out the question of who, who have you known that you, you know, grew up with in transformation, but like, what are some other, uh, say TF artists or things like that that has inspired or influenced your upbringing in the transformation genre? Well, Griff was, was a big one. Uh, Mm I think to this, to this day, I think his art, uh, mark uh, a beginning for many transformation artists, and he became kind of a good friend to me. He he getting he got in contact in contact with me several times uh, through the years. Uh, we share a few a few talks, uh, and he he genuinely. He's amazing. I mean, <laughs> uh, the la- yeah. when I started my my Patreon comic, I mean my, my Patreon, there was a comic that I that, that I left to the side that that was called Rina's Night. Uh, it was uh, a gear that transformed in the forest, and and there was a time was when I was feeling really bad about what what I was doing. I I took a hiatus. Mm-hmm. And, he, and he sent me he sent me a message and told and told me hey you know what I I I love that that comedy you were doing uh, you were not you're not gonna continue it he, he sent me that that message and I was like what the fuck he liked it, that <laughs> and that that was like a push from like a train that yeah. pushed me in the back and pushed me into the sky and suddenly I I, I wanted to continue the comic. Out of the blue, because of oh. yeah, and then, uh, because of that, I put uh, I put an stretch goal for Rina's night. That was in 2015 mm-hmm. or or 16. Uh, well, I started my my Patreon like five years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have taken a few a few hiatuses, but yeah, because of that, I put the stretch goal of Rina's night. I think I, I put like 200. Uh, if I reached 200, I would continue a comic that I had left nine years ago. I had left uh, in the last. 
Um, people just came in. I don't know how. I, I got so many members that, that year, and suddenly I was continuing the comic. <laughs> uh, yeah, Griff did that, so I, I blame I blame him. Now is is probably my most watched comic in in, the, in my Patreon. Wow. <laughs> Seriously, uh, I'm, pro- uh, I'm. By the way, I'm, this year I'm gonna be posting it for sale. Okay. Anyway, uh, anyway, mm-hmm. yeah. The the artist that influenced me back in the day, yeah. Uh, it was really difficult because uh, when I came to the internet and I started looking for werewolf art. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of the art back then was very furry, furry related. Uh, it was more difficult to find transformation art that that was a little more uh, realistic. Uh, that was the, the approach that I always liked. Uh, so it was, I, I found many art that was more in the way uh, cartoonish that I appreciate. Uh, I mean, I really, I like it, but I, but I also was struck by a, a lot of upcoming, I mean, rising upcoming artists that was trying photo, mani- photo manipulation back in the right. day. Yeah, uh, Griff wasn't particularly uh, photo manipulation. He was more in, in a, it was a blend <coughs> of a conceptual art. Uh, what was uh, grifted, but I remember photomorphs that inspired me to to work on on photomorphs of of my own. Uh, I, I remember me less less than human was a a good artist. <coughs> uh, I think I, I found a white flamek maybe. Oh, white, yeah. Uh, I. Who was the, ah uh, Wericat? Wericat was doing yeah. yeah back in the day. Mister X was in also. So yeah, I, I say many of these photomorphs were very were very shocking to me. Were very awe inspiring because there was a a sense of uh, realism mm-hmm. that I was looking for. And I, I I really dig into that. And now uh, the odd part is that right now, now it's been maybe ten years. It's been maybe ten years that uh, the last time that I no no maybe less. But I, I haven't worked on any photo manipulation in very very long time. I, uh, so it's really odd that uh, now I remembering that those were the first kind of uh, artwork that inspired me to to do my own stuff. Uh, but I say, yeah, there was Kemono too, I remember now. Kemono was a Japanese artist mm-hmm. uh, where, uh, that, that do some amazing stuff back then. Uh, maybe... And I and I say, oh well, in the in the department of drawing, I don't know. Maybe I I remember when I I stumbled later upon into transfer, but when when it started, 
Damn it. There were many, many artists. Uh, I remember Pilot. Pilot, I think, yeah. uh, kind of inspired me a lot because it was like the first drawing that I saw <laughs> from her, Kim. I don't know uh, <laughs> who he is. But yeah, I saw Pilot, I remember. Anger Doda. Anger Boda? Anger Boda, yeah. Anger. Yeah, angry. Um, I, I don't know how to pronounce that. Yeah. <laughs> I never knew. Uh, I remember folks, Pikachu's, Soti. Uh, I remember these artists they, because they were the first that motivated me to to do my my take on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, w- uh, while they were not particularly my taste, they they were very influential in, in the sense they inspired me to work on my work. That yeah. that is very different. I mean, it, it's a little bit different to to be a fan of and to be inspired by. I think people sometimes uh, mix the uh, both both things. You can be inspired by, by many things, but you right. not necessarily are, uh, are a fan of that thing. If that makes any sense. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. So in a way, uh, in a way, some people started to to really inspire me in a different way. In the uh, the more I moved into comics, because. Mm-hmm. I I always had the, the the passion to to make my own story. I think that was always in me. Like uh, as I said uh, in the late nineties, I was very influenced by anime. I think that's not mystery. Uh, I was talking to you early that because I'm from Chile, uh, we are talking about the the late eighties and. The, we here in Chile we had a dictatorship, a dictatorship between the seventies, the late seventies, and on, until the early nineties. So the censorship. And, and because, or, sorry. Yeah, there was there was a huge censorship okay. of 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 incoming shows. So we didn't we were not getting uh, many anime. We were not getting anything. Wow. Uh, when the when the government wa- was struck in the late seventies, uh, mm-hmm. we were blacked out from the from the rest of the world in terms yeah. of uh, what we were consuming, what movies were coming out. Yeah, and so there yeah. was no new animation yeah. for, for me There's in no, the eighties. No in Netflix the 80s, or uh, <laughs> no streaming. No, nothing like that. I mean, in the in the eighties, yeah. we were still watching shows from the seventies. Wow. So I, I vaguely remember maybe Massinger C when I was really really a kid. Mm-hmm. So anyway, when we were we were when we were back into democracy in the in the mid in the early nineties, in the mid nineties. We got an influx and a huge influx of uh, anime. So, okay. and what anime, by the way? Because nowadays it's not like I don't like the, the anime from nowadays, but now we have so much anime. Oh yeah, it's like it's like you have to dig between the 
it's like a Lego box that was turned <laughs> over and you have to look <laughs> around the pieces yeah. and look for the good ones. Oh, yeah, this is kind of, oh, this is one punch man uh, 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 among the, among the, the rubble. Yeah. And you find, you can find some gems. But, mm-hmm. but in the early 90s, everything was a gem. Uh, we had uh, back then Sailor Moon, we had um, Dragon Ball C, uh, Saint Seiya, we had Luroni uh, Kenshin that was known yeah. here as Samurai X. So, and, be- so, and before that, we had uh, Robotech. The Robotech, I think, was one of the few shows that came dur- mm. during the, the, the dictatorship that, that I saw once. And again, I, I, I saw it so many times. Robotech. It was known. I mean, Robotech was known in the in the Americas mm-hmm. and in in the USA. And uh, but this was the macro show that some people know. And mm-hmm. yeah, it was very uh, for a for a long time. I was a very fan of uh, Valkyries, uh, Mechas, uh, transformation, uh, Transformers. Uh, yeah, Transformers. We we got Transformers shows. So I'm talking about robots now. But yeah, <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, uh, there was a my influence of those shows uh, translated into that I wanted to tell stories too. Okay. I wanted to draw. I wanted to to make comics. That's why my my passion uh, kind of was was pushed to the, to that side of the spectrum. So right, yeah, yeah. I, I think that's where my style came from. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that certainly makes sense. And uh, going back to what you're saying about you know these these artists that you knew but didn't necessarily you know follow or were very uh, much a fan of, more just a collective inspiration, I guess you could call it. Um, yeah, a feeling that. Oh, there's there's a lot of people that are that are doing TF art, so that means I can do it too. Kind of feeling is what I kind of gather from yeah. that. But um, yeah, 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 exactly. Because back then there was no way to follow. Mm-hmm. I mean, there were no galleries back then. I think DeviantArt came a little bit later uh, for Affinity too. Mm-hmm. So there, there was no way to follow someone. I mean, you had to check the website manually. From time to time, mm-hmm. and remember the size. Sometimes the size will disappear, and you would forget about it. So yeah, it was a more. Uh, it's a, it was a different way to to look at it. Right. Uh, yeah, I didn't. Besides, uh, I wasn't because of my language. Mm-hmm. I, I I couldn't really talk to these people that I follow. So I didn't have a, this connection to say, yes, I really like your art. I, I want to, to talk to you. No, I was just in the shadows. I was like a lurker. And mm-hmm. I, I would do my own stuff. And th- that, that, that was it. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't have much time uh, <laughs> to. I, 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 was in co- uh, I was in college. I was studying. So anyway. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of time, uh, Nita, don't want to push along things here but we are getting pretty short on time here ourselves so um just wanted to get to the next uh next thing i wanted to get to which uh kind of goes by back to um 
uh, the other side of your interests, or other half rather, uh, we have the transformation, but you know, you already went into a good deal of detail about your uh, fascination for werewolves. So uh, yes. you did mention, you know, you, you stumbled upon uh, werewolf, werewolves.org. Um, well, before yeah, but, mm-hmm. but before that, I I can say when my my first in influx of werewolf transformation, what motivated me, I think, were mm-hmm. movies. To be honest, okay, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I could name an American werewolf werewolf in London. Oh yeah, uh, definitely have to have that uh, one. Yeah, I have to put it on the list. Uh, Manimal. Manimal was a okay. show in the eighties. Yep. Yeah, no. I think more more people remember it. Uh, and at the same time, I think there was the thriller video clip from from Michael Jackson. Oh yeah, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it had the transformation. And also, then uh, I think ar- around the same time, I was uh, my grandfather had a. a a beta, a beta player back in the day, and there was like one video store, a rent video store, and I was like fifteen. Mm-hmm. And someday, some somehow he rented the Howling. Okay. And that that blew my mind. Like, was blue. <laughs> and I saw. I think I saw the Howling like uh, a little bit before an American Werewolf in London. Okay. So yeah. pro- probably I was like 15 years old when I saw mm-hmm. that. Uh, so that, that that like blew my mind. I wanted, and I think that that sparked me into an spiral into the rabbit hole. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I want to draw. I want to draw. I wanted nothing but to draw transformation after that. Gotcha. I think it, it was a combination. But it's really weird because it, when you start to remember uh, when I was a child, basically, uh, sometimes with my friends, I wanted to role play like I was a like I, I was a, a a dog chasing my 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 friend. So in in a way, maybe I I always like it. So it's really difficult to put it, to remember and say, yeah, this is what I wanted to do. So, I mean, this is what, uh, I mean, I can't blame the movies. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Maybe it was always in me in somehow. I, okay. I don't know. Yeah, so, yeah, once the movies opened my mind, I started to to look up for wearables magazines, horror magazines mm-hmm. uh, from movies. For, then I started to came uh, to stumble uh, in a, on a few art. Uh, I remember, I think back in the day, the, there was this uh, illustration from Silver uh, Silver Bullet from Silver the Bullet. book from yeah. from uh, Stephen King. And okay. those, wow, those yeah, illustrations! If you haven't seen those illustrations, those are mm, so. So so good. The, <laughs> the illustration from that book, really, seriously, you have to right. see. It. I'm sure. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that that inspired me. The the Rick Baker. You could you could pay uh, you could blame Rick Baker. I think for the half of, of the PF fan community, <laughs> I say. Yeah, a lot of people. Yeah, with 
Rough with American Werewolf. Ah, ah, and also the TV show. Yeah. Well, you had the Werewolf TV show back, back then. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah that's... Sorry. That's... <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. I'm sure I know a lot of people are the same way and almost seems like it's a weird thing with the Howling and the American Werewolf in London because there's always a competition, but it always feels like um, people either saw one or the other or not, not exactly both at the same time. So I guess there's mm. a bias that comes with that. But uh, yeah. I digress. And don't forget money, man. <laughs> yeah, Madam Wolf too. But um, yeah. going, a, going past werewolves, you know, because it's obviously... Um, been a, a common thing with a lot of your work with, with you know, Alpha Luna, some of your commissions mm-hmm. uh, and other past comics you've done. But, you know, other are there other uh, themes or concepts that you've worked on or want to work on? Um, I know you mentioned uh, Saren Bao with his chimeras and things like that. But uh, and are you like wanting to or have you worked on things like reptiles or even more extreme transformation kind of the 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 gray area of like you know latex growth or things like that uh yeah some, some people think uh, that i'm only drawn werewolves but i <coughs> i have drawn uh were cats i have drawn yeah chimeras like you said uh maybe i need to draw dragons but I, because i kind of <laughs> like them yeah i kind of like them a uh, kind of lot yeah, but, but with dragons, there are so many designs. Oh yeah, so they, it's, they're hard thing. Because, yeah, yeah. You, you, you don't. I my my issues that that I don't. Sometimes I just want to sit and draw. And <laughs> <laughs> um, now with with dragons, you have to make a research to see what what's best. Right. Now, but, uh, to be honest, to be honest, sometimes uh, it's like. Uh, when you make yourself a reputation, I think people look up for what you do. So it's kind of normal that people ask you for the same things or similar <clears throat> things over and over. But now, recently, I'm more open to new ideas. Uh, some people are asking me recently for a kidding transformation, like, like it's a, a horse, a, an electric horse. So, and I didn't say no because I... Well, kind of cool <laughs> I, you know recently i'm more i'm more open because there, there there's come a, a point in your in your career as an artist that you have to try new things i mean that's that's natural yeah uh, in the past few years i didn't accept those kind of challenges because to be honest i was kind of la- lazy i didn't want to, <laughs> to vent I yeah i was lazy yeah yeah i didn't want to make a research to learn to, to yeah. grow the uh the peak from this beard now now i can say i don't like a few species maybe less than others obviously right. i can say i'm not gonna probably i'm not gonna draw a fish because i don't like fishes <laughs> i just eat them uh, I, I don't like yeah. insects i don't mm-hmm. like uh, i don't know beards i kind of maybe the the wings are, are kind of cool I, I remember drawing two half wolf half beards so I, okay. I have drawn that but but yeah i, I don't mind trying new things uh, i think there is a recently recently i got a, an idea for a commission mm-hmm. about cloud 
becoming this weird dog. I mean, this dog that that appears in, in the Final Fantasy VII remake mm-hmm. is a is a white dog in the beginning of the game. Uh, so it's not like a, it's like a fantasy creature. So I I I um, I dig that 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 ideas. I I dig those ideas that that yeah. spark something in my mind that that I I start to, to question myself. Yeah, I I, can, I think I can do that. I can do that. Yeah. So I I don't close my mind anymore. I like I'm more open to to receive ideas to to spark my mm. inspiration to 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 try new things. Yeah, and I agree. I mean. Um... Another thing that a lot of, you know, up and coming artists or even uh, veteran or experienced artists don't realize is that um, unless you challenge yourself or, you know, go outside your comfort zone a little bit to do something you haven't done before, um, you sort of get stuck in this bubble of uh, essentially just doing the same thing over and over again. And, you know, over time, like, like you mentioned earlier... Uh, you just you kind of lose the motivation to keep going, so you need something to sort of uh, jumpstart or spark your motivation again to you know keep creating and doing new ideas. Um, I mean, uh, just like you uh, mentioned, how someone uh, was requesting to do you know the, the horse or uh, the other idea with the belt thing um, or the bear, the half wolf, half bear. Um, uh, you know, I got, I got approached to, uh, essentially create, uh, a, a, um, chiptune song, uh, besides my work on Changeling Tale. And, you know, I, I've never really got into the chiptune genre, which for those who don't know what chiptune is, it's basically, you know, like Mario, Donkey Kong, uh, Mega Man, the old school, you know, 16 bit, 8 bit uh, synthesized sounds. Um, cause mm-hmm. this person that requested it of me is working on a platformer and they kind of wanted that atmosphere. So, um, I see. it was definitely not something I was used to or have ever done, but you know, I'm always like yourself, I'm more open to a challenge, a, a way of, uh, going outside my zone to explore what yeah. I could do. So, um, and it yeah, was, you have to sh- yeah, you gotta challenge. You gotta challenge yourself, and um, as a result of that, you know, I was very satisfied. They were very satisfied with what they got. Um, and um, there have there have there have been a few sketches that I have posted a few times mm-hmm. uh, that I never finished, and people forced me to say, "No, that's really cool. That's really cool. Please finish it." And I did. And I, when I did, I was like. Them now, <laughs> now, now, now I love the, the, what I did. Yeah. So it, it, it happened that I mean it happened that way that you don't know when you have something that is gonna spark a new interest in you. So yeah, exactly. I mean, you have to leave your comfort comfort zone sometimes uh, to try new things because for the longest time, when what I was posting in my site in my website. It was something that I was doing for me, for me alone. Uh, mm-hmm. I didn't, uh, and then I moved on to to, to start uh, working for commission and doing stuff for other people. So there is always this balance right now with me. The 
that I'm trying to achieve because I think it's kind of difficult to say no to money because uh, I'm going to be very frank. People say, I want this, and you know you're going to get money for the commission that they are asking. Mm-hmm. So you usually say, if you need it, you're going to say, okay, like, I, I guess I can do it because because I can finish it in, in a week you're, uh, and I can move into other things. So you do that, you finish the 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 work and sometimes it's, it's not gonna spark you anything uh, sometimes you're gonna do it because it's, it's, it is work but sometimes it's gonna give you a new idea it's gonna be give you a new understanding on what you can do as an artist yeah. so I, I i welcome when that happens i i i really Try to capture those those moments when when that shines through when it's not just another another commission and another job. Yeah. Now sometimes yeah. that's why when I asked uh, the last time like uh, two two months ago I opened uh, a commission space. I but I didn't say okay the the first people to ask me is, I'm gonna make the the commission for the for the first people that contact me. It's not about the speed. Uh, so I don't know if other artists do it like that. Uh, I'm, I'm certainly a few have done that, like they opened the, the commission and said, hey, everyone who is feared is going to get the commission done. I don't. Uh, I cannot work like that. Uh, I have to have an idea. I have to have, okay, right. what you ha- want to do? Okay, that's the idea that you want? Okay. Yeah. So, and I think about the idea and then I can reply, yes, I, I like your idea, but you, you have to wait for me to have some time to to process your idea and to to be very conscious to start working on it. That's why I really admire and I'm very thankful for those who ask me commissions and they they can they know they have to wait a few days so mm-hmm. I can prepare myself mentally to start working on it because mm-hmm. you have to to make something in your mind you have to uh, because he has an idea and you have to translate that idea into your into your brain right. and then you have to project that into into the canvas Mm-hmm. And sometimes those that transition doesn't work right away. Yeah. You don't know what pose do you want. You don't know how the character has to feel. You don't know what camera angle is better. You don't know you 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 have to have a feeling that this what you are drawing is worth it. Uh, that's that's how I feel. So I try to look to look up for poses. I, I have I try to look up for reference that give me a perception of, of what he wants, what I, what I can do about it. So when people think that an artist is just about drawing what they want, it's not like that. It's about for me personally, it's about uh, resolving a, a a task. It's like they ask me, yeah, this is my idea, and that's a problem for me. That's like a task uh, that I have to solve in a in a way. It's like a test. Yeah. Okay, how how do how do I approach this? 
what is the best tool that I can use? What are the colors that are going to make this look nice? And all of that goes through my mind. And it's a process that, that is not seen immediately. People think that the, the work starts when one starts sketching, but they start before that when you have it in your mind. Mm-hmm. So that's something that some people forget about it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I can, yeah, I, can I agree. Don't know. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm essentially the same way. Oh, and I'm, I'm looking at the Picardo chat and Watt mentioned to draw more dragons always, knowing how Watt is. <laughs> uh, avid fanatic <laughs> of dragons. Um, but anyhow, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. And I'm the same way as you, you know, when I approach music, I, I, you know, I could just, uh, you know, select a genre for, you know, what's requested and just basically copy paste it. But, you know, I, I function in the form of what's, what is right or what's fitting for this song, what mood what elements am i trying to uh capture and emphasize on the visuals um and you know i I know a lot of artists that are also the same you know it's not just a simple matter of oh this character's oc um is you know they're they're purple with pink polka dots five wings three tails and you know four arms um you know i kind of want to dive a little deeper to make it more meaningful or, you know, in terms of transformation, you know, they, there's always the, the concept with transformation that makes it difficult is not exactly the end result, but getting there, you know, is how can I make the transition from one form to the, the other very smooth as possible? Do I, do I emphasize on, you know, the changing of the hand here, the the feet here, and growing a tail here, or, you know, growing a muzzle, things like that, that yeah. are, are very easy to sort of make make it seem discombobulated, like it doesn't seem like it flows very well. So I can certainly see where you're coming from on that. Um, so and, yeah, um, it's uh, mm-hmm. as I said, it's a, it's a process that happens in your in your brain before that that that, that reaches the canvas. So. And people don't. Some people don't know that. Uh, some people just think that uh, uh, that many artists uh, can just start working, sketching, and mm-hmm. they're gonna get what they they, they have in mind. Yeah. And it's a very de- demanding. I mean, being an artist is not is not like uh, people think. Some people think that it's very easy because you only have to move your your hand. Yeah, <laughs> but it's but, but it's not. It's a very thoughtful, uh, bre- uh, mentally exhausting work too. In in that sense, that you have to plan your your ideas in your head, and sometimes you get you're gonna get frustrated. And you're gonna feel bad. You're gonna feel like you're not doing your best. Just that. That uh, the left side of your brain is not working as as you should. I mean, I've, many times I feel like my hand forgot how to draw, and I and I feel ashamed. I, like, what the fuck is happening with me? It's not coming out because I forgot to think about other possibilities. I say, yes, I'm drawing a fucking face, but I'm not doing it <laughs> in, in any interesting way. 
I'm not taking advantage of 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 the space. I'm not taking advantage of the expression that the, the the character has to have. So I I erase, uh, I erase that. I start over. I start fresh, and I then I click it. Click on my mind. I say yes. This is what I want, and that's a process. That's why now I I don't stream all the time. Uh, there are many days that I I spend the the my late. Uh, my afternoon, my nights, my evenings, doing that, uh, mm-hmm. uh, working on ideas, on sketches, and because uh, some people think that I because uh, a few months ago or in the late in, in the I mean in the last few years I'm I'm usually streaming. They mm-hmm. think because of that only when I when I am streaming is when I'm working, and it's not that at all <laughs> actually i'm always working offline i'm, I'm researching and looking for poses and doing that and doing this uh, sometimes i take a break i need to extract myself to take inspiration mm-hmm. because it it is a, a mentally exhausting process to work on a drawing when yeah. you're especially when you're not uh, sh- sure uh, on the task that you have on uh, that you have at hand that that's yeah. what i'm t- uh, trying to say so yeah it's a process uh well every every commission is different so so I, it's not always like that but yeah it's it it is a it is that <laughs> i don't know <laughs> okay no problem <laughs> yeah i guess again i see where you're coming from on that but um i want to uh go ahead and move on here to uh another subject that sort of uh, has attached itself, maybe not so much now since, you know, there's been some time that has, uh, happened since then, but, um, sort of back in the earlier days around, you know, mid two thousands, maybe a little bit earlier than that. Um, there was a sudden, uh, I guess you could say ripple in the transformation community. Cause you know, we've had, mm-hmm. we've had the movies of the past, like, like you mentioned howling, uh, American Werewolf yes. in London, there's Manimal, and a plethora of movies, shows, cartoons that really brought out some great, uh, um, some great content for transformation. But one thing that sort of causes ripple um, at this point was uh, when out of nowhere uh, a supposed director came out um, announcing that they were planning to work on a film. Um, the oh. film was called Freeborn. Um, now, yes. this film um, is, if my memory can serve me right, uh, the plan for this film was to be basically uh, American Werewolf in L- London, but it was specifically yeah. um, pandered more for transformation fans. So he, uh, yeah, he, yes, the, the, mm-hmm. there was the. This this happened back in two thousand six, two thousand seven. Mm-hmm. I think I think it was two thousand seven. Yeah, it's, it's about two thousand yeah. But, yeah, um, 07, I, I'm pretty sure it was around that time. And yeah. I had, I think I, I had two years uh, already working on Alpha Luna back then, and my and a few people know knew me back then, mm-hmm. so I, I stumbled into the forum i don't know how you get i got there i don't know who told me about it 
I don't know, but I, I was in the forum. Uh, right. The forum, the forum was uh, named the Pax Den. Okay. Uh, the Pax Den hosted a, num- a number of people, a uh, fan of werewolves, and the director was one of them. Uh, the the number, the name of this of this director, uh, I can say it uh, without hesitation because he is very publicly uh, public known. He has made a few movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Anthony Brownrigg, and Anthony uh, was very open about that he wanted to make a movie that appeal to wearable fans that it was like a drama a combination of drama action mm-hmm. uh, I'm very mature I think mm-hmm. right? so I mean mature in a good way it was very but and he he made like a contest back in the day he, he, he posted uh, many many pictures of the actors that he was working with okay. he made a short i think he he posted a, a short uh, it was like a 10 minute shorts like a prelude of character talking in a car mm-hmm. uh, so it was like a project that that, that was very be- believable and he he posted the the, the, the casting crew. He posted his, his photos, and he said, "Okay, if you can work in photo manipulation, go go for it." And I welcomed them, and I did that. I, I worked on on many of the of the pictures, but I wasn't attached to to the movie at all. I was like a fan, okay, uh, like any other fan. Oh, and there okay. were there were there were only other uh, photo manipu- photo manipulator artists like uh, who was there? Ah, uh, uh, can maybe was there? Uh, I I don't remember to be honest. Uh, uh, and I posted my my first share. I think I did like five pictures. Mm-hmm. Uh, he liked them quite a bit. I and people responded to them really, really positively. Like, like, like my my pictures were like the standard, <laughs> like, oh. like the ones they were showing to everybody. Oh, and it was okay. really, really taken back uh, by it. I was like, wow, they really like what I'm doing. <laughs> so uh, then the the Anthony contacted me. And uh, he he told me directly that he wanted to work with me, that he wanted that if the movie was going to was going green light, it's gonna work with me uh, for the movie. So in a way, I was into the movie. I was going to work for the movie, mm-hmm. but sadly, the, the movie never came to be. I right. mean, I don't know. Uh, it was a project that. Failed because he didn't get enough enough support and the money that he wanted. I don't know. I don't know the intricacies. Bef- uh, this, uh, mm-hmm. I mean the story behind that. But I don't know. It it it, it was 2010 maybe or 2012, and the site just fell down from the radar. I mean. I like it what I did, to be honest. I, I like it working with Anthony. There there was many huge big ideas. There were many concepts that, that we all liked. 
the way the wearables were supposed to be, the designs. He has a very distinctive and a, and a very good approach to the designs of the wearables. And I, um, we all love that. Uh, I think what I can say, to be honest, is I can say something more, but uh, by the way, I can say, I can, I have something I can say that is new to nobody. Mm-hmm. It's that last year, last year in Facebook, he contacted me. Oh. And um, yeah, uh, Anthony contacted me and told me that the, the picture that I did from back then, he used them for another project, for a new wearable <laughs> project. That because, and he told me, really? Yeah. And he told me this was back in September of, of 2019, like, okay. yeah, a year ago. And he, he told me he used my pictures as part of a pitch. For a for a movie, huh. and he got the green light, but not for a movie. He got a green light for a short, okay, for a fifteen minute short. So he got funds for uh, for this wearable short movie, and he was super happy. Uh, the the issue is that I haven't heard <laughs> I yeah, haven't heard, heard anything from since. <laughs> since. Uh, he 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 posted a few pictures. He sent them to me. Uh, he posted uh, a few um, behind effects makeup prog- uh, work yeah. of the wearable hands or something like that. And this was in November of 2019. Okay. And I, I, my guess, my guess is because of coronavirus, mm-hmm. this something this was delayed. I haven't heard from him in about many months so i don't know what is going on maybe maybe it's another it's another uh shot in the in the dark maybe it never happened (laughs) again yeah yeah we we will never know but if it if it happens if that if that shot yeah if that shot came too light maybe you're you're gonna know now that somehow i had something to do with that (laughs) so (laughs) at least in in our stages yeah (laughs) <laughs> yeah let's, let's hope let's yeah, cross fingers that he's just all he's still around fingers, doing that for sure i mean we need yeah we need more content nowadays right yes. too much too much yes. poof. <laughs> yeah but uh i digress for a se- yeah. yeah and for a second there uh, when he told me about uh the first thing the first thought that i had it was dude are you giving me are you giving me a work to work in a movie like I can travel to uh, to America <laughs> and be with you and work in a movie. And he told me, no, no, it's just like you're, you're, I'm using your pictures for the pitch. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I was sad, but I don't know. For, for a second there, I was really, uh, really happy. But in any case, whatever he does, if that movie, I mean, if that short came to be, I'm going to be happy. So. It's okay. Right. It's okay. okay. Yeah, we'll hope for the best. So uh, one last question here before we head to break. Uh, you mentioned that for the past five years or so, you've been using your Patreon to provide uh, a direct line of art for fans uh, of both 
Alpha Luna and commissions or sketches and all that sort. Uh, so yeah. how's that worked out for you so far? Well, uh, actually, yes, it has worked wonderfully, to be honest. I actually don't have words to, to say properly how much I owe to the people that have supported me since 2015 when I started the when I started Patreon. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I owe them I owe them the, the way I, I perceive things now, the way I approach uh, my works, because uh, previously uh, I, I didn't have a name, I, I, I would say. I didn't have a, a path mm-hmm. uh, that, I, that I have in my mind with what, if, if this, if, if what was I doing had any impact whatsoever. I mean, uh, for many years I, I worked two commissions, but it never became my main income. Uh, now it is, and that's a huge responsibility. Exactly. And, and the way it shaped my my life and the way I I focus on my works have have changed have changed dramatically. Now uh, I, I I can say. Honestly, it's been smooth at all. Okay. I have I have had my very huge difficulties uh, to learn through 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 these past four or five years. Because when I when I started Patreon, one of the more difficult things for me to do was learning the output of uh, the output. Of my work uh, in terms of uh, how much how much uh, you can put out and um, mm-hmm. versus quality quantity versus quality so I was <laughs> like uh, trying really hard in the beginning to to please everyone but at the same time it, it was consuming myself so right. it, it was becoming a very difficult deal to to balance in my day-to-day life. I think that's a very, that was a very learning experience that I had to to mature and to understand uh, in, in how to, to approach that, that <laughs> difficult, that learning experience, to be honest. Uh, so, I mean, it was very thrilling to have a real connection with, with the people that, that was supporting me, but at the same time, I, I was trying to know what they wanted, uh, what I wanted to do. Because <laughs> in one hand you have your projects, and in, your, in the other hand you have the the commissions, the commissioners' ideas, right. uh, what they want from you. So it becomes uh, a, a path. I mean, it becomes a, a work that you have to decide on what is most imp- more important. Um, what, and because you have very different people uh, among the, the the patterns that you that you get. Uh, in my particular case, I I aim to male and female uh, audience. I mean, I mean, I, I make male TF, female TF, uh, and that's something not everybody do. Uh, and I and I get uh, people from from the who likes very specific things. So maybe 
that commission that I'm working on, it, it's it, not going to please everybody. So then I, I try to choose something kind of different. And okay. all, all of that has, has been a very uh, learning experience for me through many years. And uh, there were many points, of course, that, uh, that I had to stop because uh, working for Patio, uh, as I said in the beginning, I didn't know how much work I had to, to put out in order to, to make myself uh, feel that I was achieving the goals that I put on myself. Uh, in the beginning, mm -hmm. I think I had like five comics, uh, like four comics, I, I think I had. Uh, and at the same time, I was doing Alpha Luna. Still, I was doing yeah. Alpha Luna day, day by day. Um, that was too much, to be honest. Uh, so I, uh, <laughs> I had some some bumps in the road. I had to put Patreon to, uh, to a side a few times, a few many months that I came back. Then I had a few other issues. I had to deal with depression. I had to mm -hmm. deal with real life issues, health, family issues. So... So uh, I, I had many hiatuses. Uh, I've been, I think I've, been, I've had like three or four, four to maybe more, wow. to these five years. So uh, I, 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 what I can say, I have learned quite a bit. So in that sense, in that sense I, I feel relieved mm -hmm. that I know now that I don't have to rush myself, that I have right. to... If I feel that I have to please myself with my own ideas, I think that's purity. Uh, second, I, uh, I, I think I, now I know what to do uh, mm -hmm. in terms because when I feel myself uh, happy working for Patreons, my output of work have a better, better quality by, its, by itself. Instead, if I push myself too hard um, to, to draw and draw and draw, my my quality goes down, so right. it doesn't it doesn't help any anybody in the end. So <laughs> yeah, I I managed to learn that in in a very hard way. I had to put time for myself, time to breathe, time to go out, to walk, to take my dog out, uh, to think uh, to to think uh, every day in in anything but my art. I mean in anything. Uh, other than my art. Uh, uh, so when mm -hmm. I came back to home at night, yeah, I would feel uh, uh, like uh, welcome to, to sit and work uh, with energy, with, yeah. with, the, with, with fresh ideas. That, that I think that's very important when you, you approach to work for something like that. Because if you mm -hmm. just isolate yourself in a room, in a dark room, day after day after day, uh, you lose track of what you want or what you want to do. Yeah. And that's a pressure that builds and builds and builds, and then it's not, it's not healthy at all. So you have to balance all of that. And the best way to do that is not to think too hard, just do one thing at a time, and everything is going to work itself out. That's the way I... I see things now, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, Patreon changed my life, changed the way I, see, I work for things. Mm -hmm. it, may, uh, it is my main income, even though I have a second job in real life, but uh, it is a very important thing 
that I'm trying, still trying to balance in a way that I want to please everybody, but I don't want to push myself in a in a bad way. So I'm doing myself to find the the right spot of what I do because I also want to learn new things. As I said before, maybe try other things, other techniques, maybe animation, whatever. I don't know. But we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it definitely sounds like you've uh, evolved over the years uh, being on Patreon and learning how to balance your uh, you know, motivation and uh, your your line of work to keep it uh, flowing here. So um, how about going back to the beginning when you're trying to start your Patreon? Were there any concerns that you had moving your work to be uh, being more Patreon based? Uh, I was really new to the, to the idea. So I, I, I wasn't aware what meant to be working for Patreon back there. Uh, so I started like experimenting. I, I, I say I started to to try and see what what would work because I didn't have any any experience working with a platform like that to be honest. So my concerns I didn't have concerns. I, I have just curiosity. I say so I tried my best and what I what amazed me to be honest. It was that in a very short period of time, I received quite a bit of uh, support from, I mean, the amount of, of subscribers that I got in the beginning was amazing. I mean, I, I wasn't expecting to, to have uh, over 200 people follow, uh, supporting me back then. Now I have close to 300. And I'm, I'm very, very... Uh, I mean, I was overtaken by the, by the surprise of that. Uh, maybe because uh, back then I uh, it was like a very in the right time, I say, because I've been. I, I guess I was very inactive before that. I was coming, coming and going, and taking a few commission, and there's and that's that. Uh, but people remember me in a very, very fun way. <laughs> it, that's something I wasn't very aware of. People uh, remind, uh, remember my work from the early days uh, from TF. And, uh, some people remember me from Alpha Luna. So starting uh, venturing into Patreon was like, wow, people really like what I do. And the, <laughs> the amount of people that supporting me is amazing. So moving into Patreon was very uh, ca captivating in the beginning, was a fresh new take uh, for me, and it, it was a new world. But uh, I didn't know, I didn't have the experience to tackle the, um, the amount of balance, uh, as I mentioned before, that I had to, 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 to take into consideration because there are many things that I shouldn't have taken lightly mm -hmm. the idea of making multiple comics the idea of <clears throat> putting myself in 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 no winning scenarios where i think i, I put a, a stretch goal <laughs> that was very fast achieved in the amount of people that have supported me 
I think, I, and then I, because of that, I, I had to resume uh, an old comic that I still running today in my in my Patreon. Now it does uh, Rina's Night. Uh, all because of, I didn't know uh, how, how good the response was from the people mm-hmm. uh, liking my work. So, yeah, it was uh, a learning experience. Uh, so, in the case of Lobo Leof, was that uh, Alpha Luna? I had a second Patreon, and the idea there was that Patreon would support the. It, it would help me uh, paying uh, to the guest artist because I was uh, adding uh, adding bonuses comic uh, yeah. side comics to the main storyline, and so that that part is, uh, is in that in those cases I was. Uh, the writer and the uh, and I was bringing new new art to to the scene. The ah, by the way, the, those chronicle comics are still being posted today in both of my Patreon. By the way, in any case, okay. <laughs> if anyone is hearing, so uh, that was the the route that I take, and it was it was uh, overwhelming. So that's why I have very many trouble managing the time, the output of work, how much you have to put in the in the plate to present it uh, versus uh, the, I mean, it's about quantity versus quality. And that was the whole deal of learning how much uh, what I had to focus on in order to to achieve what I what I had in mind. In the beginning, uh, I had uh, like five tiers. I had to reduce those to to three. I think three is the, the right number. Two tiers, to be honest. <laughs> That's. Uh, I didn't. I didn't also know how much uh, how much was the the right price for each tier, or something. I also had to learn. So it was a transition period. I, I would say when I moved to Patreon, uh, and okay. I, I mean, I'm glad that I, now I know. Uh, I have learned, and I know. What I need to do in order to progress, in order to to grow, to, to grow as an artist, um, and it's a nice platform. The downside is that people that that cannot pay, I'm not seeing the art right away. They are seeing my art in other way. Maybe a few months later, I'm posting my uh, old stuff on Twitter. I'm, I pretend to update the, the website, so it's gonna happen there later. Um, uh, I hope it happens really soon. And, and for Affinity, sometimes I, I've done some stuff there too. So uh, that's the downside that people that um, that don't follow me are not watch, uh, cannot see um, the art that I'm doing the, uh, today. But I think if you look, if you look, take the time to look up for me, and you're gonna find it anyway. I, I think there are, there are there are a few. Sadly, sadly, there are a few sites that take uh, Patreon content and and right now are, are posting it everywhere. So if you look for me, Lobo Leo, you're going to find my art everywhere. So, I mean, it's not that hard. <laughs> it's, in, it's the internet, I <laughs> yeah, say. Yeah, it is but, the internet. Yeah, that's, that's what I can say, I say. <laughs> All right. Well, good stuff. Um... With that said, uh, we are going to go to break. Uh, this is the Changing Time Season 3 episode with 
uh, Lobo Leo. Appreciate everybody for listening in. We'll be back here very shortly. everybody uh welcome back to the changing times transformation podcast where we talk about anything and everything transformation related this is your host cheesy dino and we're back here for part two with lobo leo um a legendary uh, and pretty well-known artist for both his uh, werewolf comics and his uh alpha luna currently uh going comic as well so uh, again glad to hear uh, have you here today lobo yes <laughs> thank you again um and part one we kind of talked about uh, your history with you know transformation getting on the internet werewolves and uh how you've dealt with um making your own your own uh journey with inspirations from others and your own self. Um, yes. But now let's get a little bit more involved with um, your your comics that you're working on. Um, and before I get into that, um, again, for those that are here listening in live, um, if you want to stay tuned till the end, uh, we will be also taking additional questions from uh, Lobo Leo patrons. Um, and if there's time for more questions, we might take a few from the Picardo live stream as well. Uh, if there's some that may have a few questions there. Uh, so please stay tuned and uh, we'll, we'll capture those as we go. Um, if uh, anyone listening in to the Discord channel right now, if you want to drop into the Lobo Leo den at this moment or any time during the rest of this podcast episode and drop a question... We'll collect those along the way and then um, we'll consolidate it all and I'll number it and then put it into a random randomizer and kind of select it as as the as we go there. Um, so coming back to the podcast. Um, yeah, so going more into Alpha Luna. So um what is Alpha Luna for those who may not be aware or familiar with the comic? 
Alfalbona is a story that I started back in 2005. Um, it's a story, it's a werewolf story, it's the werewolf gear story that I always had in my mind. I mean, back in those days, there was no anything, there was no werewolf gear related story that I, that, that I knew of. I mean, there were a few movies, maybe. There were, uh, I mean, the old movies, maybe, mm-hmm. with, with, with World Heroes. Uh, there were, but there were not, because I, my influence with anime was kind of huge back in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was trying to find something related. Uh, I didn't. And I, I came a little frustrated. So I said to myself, okay, whatever, I'm gonna do my, my, my own story. So I started drawing the Alpha Luna. I mean, I draw many, I started with this transformation, of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what I had in my mind, uh, an American world of in London. And most of the anime, you, you follow anime, even a little bit back in the 80s, uh, all anime, transformation they always happen in a very flashy and fast manner so they usually back in the 80s you have uh, anime shows like the giver right and in the giver you have uh, these monsters that transform like like the human the human body explodes instantly <laughs> or you have more erotic anime like uh, the Blue Gear, something like that was right. called. The Blue Girl. Uh, where it, also the transformation were like very spontaneous, very big, uh, very over the top. Mm-hmm. And for me, uh, for me, the transformation need in my mind, because I had watched an American werewolf in London, it had to be more realistic. It had to be more uh, physical, demanding. It had to be. It had to feel like you. You can feel the bones working beneath the, the skin. It didn't have to. Uh, uh, it didn't have to feel like it was. Uh, uh, it was uh, slime. The body didn't. It uh, uh, needed to be something physical, and that's what I had in my mind. So I started drawing many uh, transformation scenes. Uh, I, I, I gave named a few a few to this. Uh, one was called Teen Fangs. Uh, another was called uh, Cambios. In, in Spanish, in Spanish, that's that's the name changed. Uh, so I, I did this test as a transformation comic, a werewolf fear comic. And I like them, but uh, I needed to work more on the, uh, more on this. Uh, then uh, I had the idea, and uh, oh, I, I don't, I don't know if I can talk about this because maybe some people, someone know about him. Uh, someone remember Lizardman, maybe Lizardman? No. What's yes. his name? Lizardman. Lizard man, yes. Oh yes. man, I almost yeah. forgot about him. Yeah, he was a, yeah. a writer, right? 
I don't know. I think <laughs> I don't know. There is, yeah, there is a lot of controversy. Yeah, I, I put, yeah, the, the thing is, I remember that I posted those tries of the transformation werewolf here. I mean, the, this is small, these this small comics, and I he he approached to me, and he said he wanted me to make a full blown comic for for him. And I think I named that comic a Moon, Moon full, full Moon something. Uh, full Moon Master. No, 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 uh, no, no. It was a comic. No, no, no. Okay. It's not Full okay. Moon Master at all. Uh, <laughs> and that was, but that was supposed to be the 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 Werewolf Year comic that I was going to make. But uh, but I uh, I didn't know the English very well back in the day. And so I, I didn't know much communication with with him. He 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 came to me. He said, "Hey, you you know what? Uh, you do your comic. I, I'm gonna post it in in my website. You you work for me, and this is the project. And you do whatever you want, or something like that." But. Ah, and there were more artists involved. Uh, it wasn't only me. There were many. Uh, there were other artists. It was going to be a, a collaborative effort, uh, and I was feeling really iffy because there was these demanding times when the art was supposed to be delivered, uh, and my English was very bad to communicate with the people that I was supposed to work with. So I I said no I, I can't do this anymore I, I moved away <laughs> and and because of that he he got really pissed off with me by the way oh, wow. <laughs> I I don't care saying about this because it's been so many years so many yeah. years that happened and he talked really really bad about me for several years after that oh, <laughs> and, wow. and well months months happened I still have my my idea of, uh, about this werewolf gear that I wanted to make, so I started to draw fantasy ideas, a uh, fantasy hero ideas with, with a werewolf that was named mm. Lynn, and she has uh, a black uh, suit like an Elvira, Elvira mm -hmm. black suit, and he, and she has Kamehameha, Kamehame powers, and that okay. was really silly. That was really really silly, <laughs> but. But the character looked like the Alpha Luna that we know today. She ha she was like half because my my influence influence back the back in the day was up, was on on this cat gear from Capcom the ah uh, the the one from the fighting game. What is the name? Uh, Darkstalkers. Yeah. Darkstalkers, yeah. Yes. Felicia, Felicia, Felicia. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so I had that, that idea of half trans, uh, half change. So the the half change of Alpha Luna design mm -hmm. in my mind was about these cut gears that were very popular in Japan in anime. Okay. So I wanted to make something like that. But in time, I changed my mind. I, and I came back to the an American werewolf idea. I, I okay. said, no, 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 I, I don't want to go fantasy fantasy road. <laughs> so I, I scrapped that idea. That I drew, I drew many pages about that. And after that, in two thousand five, I said, okay, enough, enough about fantasy. I want to do a modern take on this character, on this werewolf here. I want to make it. Uh, I want to make it. A mother in a school 
and very simple. She changes, she discovers she's a werewolf, and she has to deal with it. I think that's more yeah. interesting than this fantasy <laughs> shit that I, that I had in, in the back. <laughs> so I started drawing, and it, ha it has a very, very good response, especially... I remember the web the, the webcomiclist.com that they delisted like very a few a few thousand of comics back in the day. The it was number one for a few weeks. And I was like, what the fuck? Because I put my comic on that web link. It was mm -hmm. like a, a compendium of many websites with web comics and and wow, it, it, it kinda blew up. That was in 2003, 2006, wow. 2005, 2006. And oh, by the way, I have to mention that I was also inspired to work to work on web comics. Think uh, in in partially in thanks to uh, Shadow Miss. Shadow Miss was doing a comic that was Shadow called Shifters. Yeah, uh, she she did a comic that was called Shifters, where the main gear ah, was like yeah. a, a gear that was capable of transforming into a werewolf that mm -hmm. was also half half vampire, yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah, they fight it was vampires, a, it was yeah. it was really weird, <laughs> and I was inspired. I was inspired that I said, yeah, I can post mm -hmm. my own comic too. I I think I can do this, <clears throat> so I did, and and that happened. It, yeah, it blew up. Alpha Luna to this day became very popular, but not to the degree to be uh, taken by a publisher or anything mm -hmm. like that. So, I mean, it, it was it had a moderate uh, success on the webs on the in, on the internet. I wouldn't okay. say beyond that. Okay, so. In a sense, I really, really glad that I got got his audience. I many people says that that's the first comic that it, that the inspired them to draw werewolves, werewolf gears, and all of that. And I and mm -hmm. I see that happening even today. I think there is a gear that is from Indonesia. She's mute. She contacted me through Twitter and she posts werewolves art transformations almost every day on Twitter because of Alpha Luna. And I feel like fuck. I'm not drawing Alpha Luna anymore, and <laughs> people still are, are inspired. Yeah. And I'm like fuck. I I feel kind of bad and kind of and kind of happy at the same time. It's really mm -hmm. a very complex feeling, feeling sad and happy that it happens to me. Uh, because I want to, uh, as I said before, I kind of want to go back to Alpha Luna. It's on mm -hmm. hiatus. It's been on hiatus for for a long time. Right. But it's it's a difficult. Uh, feeling to go back to it mm -hmm. to finish the last few pages that I are still on 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 the plate because I have to work on commissions. I have to work on the comics that I currently have on Low Leo, on my yeah. main Patreon. So and sadly, sadly, right now Alpha Luna is not something that pro provides money for me. So it became a passion. I mean, it. it uh, it turned it, it, it went back to be just a passion project. So it's right. like I, I love it. I like it. I like I love the characters. To be honest, I love the characters so much that I that I, after a while I kind of came back to it and took uh, one of the characters, Collie, because mm -hmm. people keep asking me 
to to make a collie a werewolf and a, mm-hmm. as a joke I, I think it was a, like a joke i said uh, okay if i get i'm gonna put this like a, a stretch goal and if people support me maybe i can make uh, a, a werewolf transformation with collie <laughs> and people came to it and i was like oh fuck i have to do it now <laughs> so yeah i did that comic too <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's been a ride with Alpha Luna. It's been quite a ride. I, it was pub- right. published in my country in paper in two books. It was taken, but beyond that, uh, I don't see it working today in other parts. Actually, I I, I think personally that the the story is really clunky. It's really bad in, yeah. in the beginning. Yeah. Uh, I don't like the way it flows. The the dialogue is very stiff. I don't like a lot of the comic in the sense of the story flows and the story point plot, uh, story plot points. Sorry, mm-hmm. but but what I love about Alpha Luna, about my my characters, is that the characters. I love the characters. So even when my writing was really poor, because back then, back in two thousand five, I wasn't even writing the the fucking comic. I, I should have <laughs> had a fucking script. And I wasn't doing that in the beginning. Uh, I was drawing by by my sense of okay, I, I want to draw this because it seems uh, fun to do. Yeah, that's not something you have to do. You have to have a script. And so I made many mistakes, but I learned a lot from Alpha Luna. And to this day, uh, the fact the fact that people still remember remember her, remember the character. It's something mm-hmm. that gives me a lot of joy. So when even if Alpha if Alpha Luna I didn't it wasn't picked by any any publisher around the world or something like that, uh, I kind of uh, I kind of love where that is still managed to reach people, to connect with people, and get some fans around. So that's it. I'm really happy with that. Yeah, it's definitely, like you said, been a long journey. Um, and reading Darius saying that the Kali Werewolf <laughs> comic made him laugh. Um, but um, speaking more about your characters here, uh, you know, you have, at least initially, I haven't really followed too much in the more recent chapters, which I believe is more the um, the Chronicles uh that you're speaking of but uh uh in the main plot line at least you had luna which is the main protagonist and you know mentioned kali which is her friend um then we get this character uh fang which is a male Mm -hmm. character um so with these three entrants almost immediately to the comic um what was sort of the inspiration for building the characters and personalities behind them were they based on uh, real life characters uh maybe a cartoon characters i know you mentioned alpha luna initially sorry not alpha luna luna her um i guess you could say her her origin was more like a dragon ball z character and then you changed uh, that later on but you know what kind of gave you the inspiration for those three uh I don't think it's bas it's, it's uh, okay. Alpha Luna Luna I could say is like 
the gear that I that I had in my mind always. Like I want to make a really sexy gear. <laughs> that that's it. I, I don't. Mm-hmm. I didn't have much of a reference to be honest. Uh, I wanted to. I had in my in my mind in in a, at some point that uh, I wanted to make a change like Superman in a way that in the beginning she has lenses, she has mm-hmm. short hair. So when she's transformed, she, her personality, even physically as a human being, uh, she her hair grows long and she doesn't use the glasses anymore. Uh, so there was that. And uh, and I I was had that it has to be black hair because maybe I I was a fan of the Howling and I love Marsha uh, from mm. the Howling, so okay. maybe that and the yeah I, I think that was uh, an idea about uh, about Luna, uh, and the other characters I think they came out naturally because it it was about contrast. I think it, it was about the the people that I knew, the the kind of friends that I have, because in a way you could say uh, the three characters has a, a a bit of personality of me. I could say Alpha Luna is like the the serious side of me, like okay. the more uh, the quiet me, the thoughtful, the secretive maybe, <laughs> and the Koli. It's like the cheerful side of me when he, when I'm hanging with friends. Right? It's like, okay. I, uh, or, or the silly side. <laughs> so I wanted, uh, I needed a, a character that I need, needed to a contrast with, with with Luna because Luna was too serious, too serious. Right. So I needed I needed Collie to bring that levity to to the story. So I felt the. When you when you're writing characters in your mind, you have to act the characters, and I felt that uh, a part of me was in Koli in, in the sense that uh, the, the the happiness that was lacking in Luna because she didn't have friends, she was alone a loner, it had had to be had to be double in in Koli to to connect with with with, with Luna, so that came naturally. And Fang is like the the broken uh, dude that doesn't doesn't know how to act with with women. So <laughs> it, it, yeah, that that and that's a part that that, that connects with me because uh, back then I didn't know how to approach women either. So <laughs> it was like, how the hell do I talk to women? Uh, how the hell do I communicate myself with with them? Uh, and instead of talking like a normal people, he, he because he lived in the woods, he lived like a werewolf. He do, he doesn't like the humans in general, so right. he acts in in a very unmannered. Uh, uh, he, he he has low temperament. Uh, he doesn't he doesn't think. He just acts, and that's. And I can relate to that too because sometimes uh, it's like the angry side of the angry side of me that uh, that uh, that sometimes that I don't want to listen and I just do things. So mm-hmm. in that sense, I I uh, I felt that Fang was very interesting and and very and there was a very comedic comedic side to it because <laughs> even if this character are serious in a sense. 
maybe Fang uh, or, or Luna, mm -hmm. when they work together, uh, humor uh, uh, can can appear, and that's what I like. It's like that's I think the formula that may uh, that that make many stories work when the when the characters interact in between each other, and that's where they shine too. I say. Okay, and do you have plans to? Uh, develop these characters more over time, or you know, are they gonna? Is their personalities gonna change with the story as things happen? Well, well, sadly, as I said before, probably I'm finishing Alpha Luna really soon, so th there are no plans for that. Uh, okay. I finished, I finished Beta Quali very last year. Okay. Last year, yes, yes. I think I finished last year Beta Quali. Maybe, maybe for that, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, Beta Quali was like a fan project, something for fun. Uh, that, in a way, I don't know how, how to approach to, to this, to be honest, because some people just want uh, this character to be used in a certain way. I mean, I don't want to be very offensive to, to some people <laughs> because I. What I did with Veda Coli was was a mix to to please pe people from the Alpha Luna side and okay. people from the TF community, and that was like the only comic that I that have managed to do that mm -hmm. uh, when you can please both spectrum that I had because there are many people that f that follow my Alpha Luna series that didn't were into TF necessarily so it's something that just happened so moving forward i don't know what spectrum can i please better uh, if you know you follow me uh, because one thing is to tell us a very compelling story another thing more easily is just make some there's uh fan service comic uh, that is sexy <laughs> and has a transformation right. scene yeah. and, and it's over. So I, 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 I'm not going to use high words. So, I mean, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to pretend to be that I'm, that I'm making top-notch art when I'm just doing something for fun, something yeah. that is not meant to be taken seriously. So uh, an Alpha Luna, back in the day, I was taking it seriously. So okay. if I came to Alpha Luna, if I came back to Alpha Luna, it's a it's a serious matter for me. And with Beta Coli, I did something different. I didn't take it seriously. I see. So as I said, moving forward, I don't know what path I need mm -hmm. to take. What could please more people? Probably the the less serious route. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I, I'm at I'm at I'm at I'm at a certain point where I want to finish what Alpha Luna was, mm -hmm. and if I'm if I'm gonna make Alpha Luna again, I need I need a, a scratch, I need a right. reboot maybe. Um, I've I've been thinking about a reboot for a long long time, and maybe it will not happen. So, but I'm not gonna. Uh, I don't want to jinx it. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Uh, to be honest, uh, but to, there is a thought that I have. I see. Maybe I don't know. It's, uh, we'll see what happens in yeah. the future. Hopefully something better comes of it. Um, mm -hmm. Now, you did mention you're having like a, uh, I guess, a, 
a side story or alternative universe kind of thing with uh, the the Alpha Luna Chronicles, where you have guest artists come in. Can you kind of talk a little bit more about that? Uh, yeah, these artists are from Chile <laughs> because I know uh, from my own country. Mm-hmm. Uh, for some reason, I had the lucky to meet these amazing, amazing artists in the conventions that I have worked on, and they liked the characters. Uh, they liked Alpha Luna enough to say yes, to say yes, I like what I you do, and I like to participate. So they they came on board with my ideas, and I started to work as a as a writer, mm-hmm. as a cons- uh, as a writer, as a script in some cases. Uh, I mean, make, uh, and we worked on it because that way I can. I, I made that because the time that I had to produce the amount of pages that I needed to make a full blown volume for Alpha Luna. Okay. Uh, I couldn't make it in uh, by my own, so I needed to expand on these stories and to make this, uh, the Alpha Luna work faster i needed to hire more people yeah that was a time when i was feeling that i could make uh, uh, an enterprise maybe a big mm-hmm. project with alpha luna but that time maybe has passed now but i'm mm-hmm. still publishing the, the comic the chronicle the chronicles that i still uh, working on the translation right now so if you well for all the people that support support me on Patreon right now in the higher higher tier, they can see the, the chronicles and, and I I I think they are they are awesome to be honest. I, I think they they add to the world that I that I did that, that I created in a way that I wasn't expecting and I love the art they they bring to it mm-hmm. because I, I choose the I choose the the artist in a very in a very specific manner, I mean, I I I did a call for for one of these stories, and I I found out this the, the style of art that I wanted, and I'm okay. very picky. Maybe <laughs> I don't know that it worked. It worked. I, I am really I'm really glad that uh, that it worked. I may and maybe in the future I'm gonna do that again for another poet. Uh, I mean, it's okay. uh, I'm gonna look. I'm I'm gonna see how this evolves. Sure. In any way. Yeah. Again, hopefully something better comes of it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, now I want to go back. I know uh, earlier in part one, we sort of talked about uh, your Patreon and how that kind of um, had you have the feeling of um, being obligated to service, you know, your Patreons because they're paying per month for content and you you're dealing with, uh, essentially two Patreons, one for your commissioned work and other sketches and stuff uh, that's more, as you said, uh, mature rated, and then Alpha Luna, which is more general audience um, mm-hmm. with your, you know, your Alpha Luna comic. So uh, as most that follow your works and have followed you, followed you over the years, you know, and you mentioned earlier that you, you know, go on these hiatuses to kind of excuse me, recollect yourself. So um, during those times, uh, how have you kind of gone about trying to, um, I guess, recover and uh, try to accommodate for your Patreon uh, patrons and commissioners alike to 
kind of give them the the feeling that you know you're still around you're just taking some time for yourself and that you're going to well, try to come back to your the work as best you can yeah uh i'm lucky i'm lucky that most of the of the patrons that i have that i have had have stayed on even on my hiatuses i'm not mm-hmm. i'm not sure if i'm lucky or what or people really uh, are crazy <laughs> But, but yeah, uh, I'm really, really grateful for the people that are stood around. Now, now, what one thing that I that I did I- immediately when I knew that I that I couldn't come back because I was feeling really bad, mm-hmm. uh, I, I didn't search. So I put I, I posted many times that when I was not coming back for the next month, mm-hmm. that I wouldn't search uh, the fee for any fee. Yeah, I, I wasn't charging any fee. Uh, even uh, so, I did that every time that I could uh, for the for for most of the time because there were a few months that I forgot. To be honest, I forgot to. Because you have to enter to your configuration in your Patreon. I see. You have to click on a, on a thing, and and that way it's not gonna share to people. And I forgot the, one of the times, uh, and people were pissed. Oh, but, oh, well. <laughs> but to be honest, but to be honest, I I explain myself the situation. I say that I, I think, uh, yeah, I, I have to admit that I, in, in that regard, when you dealing with the depression is ma- it's a really complicated manner when you mm. have you depend on a, on a job that is about communicating. Right. Uh, because you don't know how to use your words in a proper way to, as I said before, to communicate what you are feeling and what you are going through. Because most people would believe that you're just lazy or you're just, mm-hmm. I don't know, doing something else uh, with your time. But uh, with time, I have come to understand and to try my best to to fix my issues, to fix the way I communicate, uh, to not uh, let people under, uh, to not let people be in the void of 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 my my hiatuses. That's something I'm still working on. I have had my share couple of hiatuses that I haven't said anything that I just left um, mm-hmm. because I didn't want to talk to anybody. Uh, so. I'm not. I'm not only. I'm not. I'm not talking just about my, my, my art field. I mean, my followers. I, when that happened, I didn't want to talk to my friends. I didn't want to talk to my, uh, to friends on my in my real life. So it was really. Yeah. It was a. Uh, there, there had been very hard experience for me to to learn from them. So, but I think I'm a different person each time that I have come back. I have, I learned in a rough manner, I learned to recover slowly but surely and learn, learn from what I did wrong last time. Okay. That's, that's the best yeah. way I can explain it right now. It's, it's just move, you have to move forward and, and see that you can be a different person each time. That's all I can say. I right. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's only so much you can do, uh, especially exactly. if you're losing motivation, as you 
said earlier, to continue drawing these things that you've constantly done every day. Um, yes. But yeah, fully understand that. And again, I, I hope um, for the better of all your works in the Alpha Luna and any side stories that may come about from it as well. Um, so with that said, uh, I think right now uh, we're going to go ahead and we're going to open it up for um, some additional questions from uh, the Lobo Leo Patreon. Um, yeah. I, I did collect a few questions from the Patreon itself, not necessarily the, the Discord we're in right now. Um, so we'll go ahead and start with those as I don't think we've had any throughout the episode so far that I could capture that were asked. Um, so we'll start with those and for those listening into the, um, the discord right now, if you have any questions you want to ask of Lobo Leo at this time, uh, go ahead and post it in the Lobo Leo's den. Uh, and we'll capture that, and uh, depending on the number of questions we receive, if there's maybe one too few many, we'll select it at random using a random gener uh, a randomized generator, and uh, go from there. Um, if we have too few questions, we'll take a few from the Picardo stream that's also going on simultaneously right now with the Discord live stream. So. Um, if there's people listening in on the uh, Picardo stream right now, you may go ahead and post a few questions yourself. And if we can get to them, we'll go ahead and chip away at those as well. So uh, right now we're going to take just a few moments here to allow people to maybe put in some thought into a question they might have wanted to ask over time or maybe just thought of in the last five minutes. All right. I can read the, them from. Should I read them myself from from um, I will read them out for you, and then uh, okay. that'll let you kind of speak for yourself on those matter. Hmm. <clears throat> yeah, I think we're receiving question a Discord right now. Yep, I see two so far. Uh, doesn't seem like anything's popped up in the. Picardo, but that may be because they're a little bit behind the Discord stream right now. I hope that the chat didn't die because sometimes Picardo is kind of yeah. Weird. I understand. Okay. We can start with Discord. I mean, with with, um, with Patreon. Yeah, we'll start with the Patreon questions that were asked before the start of this episode. Uh, so, and a few of them were kind of crossovers with what we went over already. But if there's something we can elaborate more on that, we'll go ahead and dive into it. Um. So, first question I got from your Patreon is. How do you approach the in-between anatomy in your art? Are the references you check when doing a new body part TF? Uh, oof, uh, 
It depends on the subject, I say. It depends on the on the character <clears throat> because uh, in some cases, yes, I, I have to look up for reference. But in other cases, I think when there is a sequence, for example, uh, I can pick. I, I have the. I have to make an in between. I, I, I mean, in, in many cases, I receive a commission that that the commissioner said knows what characters they have, and they show me this is the face. This is how he looks human. This is the way he looks like the beast. And that way, and and I start. I always start start from the beginning, like in in the human. I I, I very very rarely draw uh, the last one or the mid one. I mean, uh, I, I I go in order. So in, in that way, in my in my mind, I feel like I'm drawing an animation. <laughs> To be honest, that's why I, I told I told you before that one of the things that I maybe I want to do is animation because I feel <laughs> that with all the training that I have with sequence, it's something I for some reason I have never done for real. But I I feel that I I have a sense of movement. I think that's very very important. It's not just anatomy. It's a sense of movement through the through the through the drawings, and that movement. Uh, is carried with the anatomy and with the musc muscles that, that, that they grew. So <clears throat> if you can able to to, to feel that it, work, it it is working for you, uh, I, I, I think in some cases you don't need reference because, well, you can say, obviously, the transformation. Uh, the transformation uh, by itself has the luxury to make the, to make your own roles when you are you are twisting arms, you are making things grow, you are making things change in a shape that doesn't exist. So you can take some liberties, but uh, as long as those liberties make it look in a very interesting and enticing, I don't know, in, in a very interesting way. So you could say in a very uh, normal way, <clears throat> as long as it uh, as it looks uh, as it looks good, it's fine. <laughs> okay, you could say that. <laughs> but uh, as I said, it's case by case scenario. It depends on the characters. It depends on the on the idea of the commissioners. Some commissioners are very picky and they want something to be drawn like this and this this way only. And some some other commissioners uh, gives you more room to explore ideas and to explore and to experiment uh, with some shapes. So it's a there is uh, there is no one rule to to that. Uh, sometimes yes, sometimes no. Sometimes not uh, about what I do to approach an in between transformation. So yeah, <laughs> that's that's what I can say. Okay. And next question I have, um, uh, they just mentioned kind of reflecting on Alpha Luna how, and how it evolved. So we kind of discussed that already, but they did ask, um, how have friends and family reacted when they see your art? Uh, with Alpha Luna, I don't think, I mean, I have had a, a very good response from my family for the most part. 
Okay. And sadly, uh, for example, uh, sadly my my father is blind, so he can see. So oh. I I only tell him what I do, and he he's happy with what I do. So there is that. Uh, my my other members they they see my art like something more akin to to a hobby. Uh, yeah. They never take it very seriously. It's like, oh yeah, that, that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> so no, no more than that. That, that. That's very cool what you do. But gotcha. when it comes to werewolf and transformation, that's more personal for me. So it's not. It's not something that I share too much besides the web. So I mean, I uh, now I have many friends that I that like what I do. I have like three friends in real life. Yeah, probably three friends in real life from Chile that know, know what I do because they mm-hmm. they are also artists. Okay. Uh, um, I think I can name Nek. Nek, uh, Nek uh, is a Chilean artist. Okay. Uh, it used to be named to main names as Neger. I don't know if oh. is is ring if rings a bell. Wow. Uh, in, no, okay, never mind. Uh, he has a character that's named Franco. That's okay. like a like a ah like a lion, like a lion with a spiky hair, like clouds. Okay. Uh, he, he he does for it. So yeah, I have a, a few friends that like what I do, but we have very very different styles. So yeah, mm-hmm. I, I I share my 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 stuff most mostly with with artists that are that understand what I do in a different manner. So they like, I mean, we, we enjoy ourselves sharing this, that stuff, but we no more than that. My family, my family doesn't care too much what I do <laughs> in my own time. So. Gotcha. so I'm okay with that, to be honest. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, next question I have is, any childhood or otherwise formative experiences that sparked your interest in werewolves. Uh, kind of went over that, but we can elaborate. Yeah. Uh, I won't lie, the book Werewolves Don't Go to Summer Camp may have influenced more than a few of my interests as an adult. Uh, uh, sadly, I was never much of a reader, to be honest. I, I think uh, the, besides the movies that mm-hmm. I mentioned, uh, I don't think that I had too much of uh, an observation because back in the day, I was a teenager. I didn't have funds, money to buy any books. I see. So, yeah, in Chile, books are so much expensive. Oh, Maybe they wanted to, they wanted to keep us ignorant. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, in terms of besides movies, I guess I uh, I just couldn't name the the magazine that I that I saw before. Um, yeah, that's it. To be honest. <laughs> and, and, and mangas. I, I, right. I, yeah. my for, I, th- I think my formative experience came from mangas. Th- that's something I, that I, I spend my money on, on many manga series. I, even see. romantic ones like, like uh, Video Girai from Masakasu Texura. Texura? Texura? Okay. He did Video Girai and he did uh, DNA 2. DNA too. Maybe someone knows what, what I'm talking about. Gotcha. But, uh, but I, I really like it, like his style. Uh, and many other mangakas. Uh, yes. 
I, I bought a health, uh, a few many manga se- manga series. They they were not as as expensive as books, but yeah, yeah. I got that my share. Yeah, I'm sure. There's plenty transformation fans that like manga, like myself. So <laughs> I could relate. Mm-hmm. Um, next question I have. Um, what's the most exotic TF you can recall? Uh, well, uh, I don't know. I think Serenbo's uh, commissions have been very exotic for me because he asked for chimeras. That they, these are gears that they, they, they shape, they, their form shape, change quite a bit. They, they change sizes in every part of their body. And that's really, for, for, for a reason, I, I, have, I have always been kind of grounded in terms of physical anatomy. So when the people ask me to, to make something that, that goes really big, really outlandish, uh, uh, it takes me a bit to get used to it. I mean, it's not my type, my favorite type of uh, transformation. So anything that mm-hmm. goes beyond the limits of the of the normal body is like, okay, you're adding horns now, and <laughs> instead of a, right. a normal tail, now he has a lizard tail yeah. and spikes on top of it, and and maybe feathers in some areas. And I mean, those type of transformation for me are kind of uh, weird, but fun in a weird way because when i managed to pull it off i feel like damn it i did it it's like okay i can do it <laughs> so when i talked about uh, trying to to make things are are out of your uh, of your comfort zone and you manage to do it you feel really good uh, about yourself so yeah uh Maybe it's not something that I kind of like to do, but I enjoy when it's done. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. And uh, next one we have, will you ever recreate older comics to maybe expand or change them to better suit them for whatever re- re-imaging you might have in mind? Um, so I guess to uh-huh. shorthand it, uh, do you have any plans to revisit some older comics to kind of make them better suited for like a, a reimagining that that suits more yeah. of how you think now uh yes uh, there is a comic the the gift uh, that's a comic that i did like in 2002 mm-hmm. the gift that that's that's where the character rina came about this year that's very similar to luna in look uh, because back then I was also drawing Alpha Luna. So I wanted to make a mature version of Luna in a, in a sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I did the gift. Uh, someone commissioned me the, the idea to, ha- to have two female characters interacting okay. inter- between the, each other. I mean, showing one character transform- transforming in front of the, of, the, of the other character in a very in a very erotic manner. Right. And I like it. But uh, what I like it more was the character that I, that I did. Mm-hmm. So and many people thought the same, 
they thought the character were really amazing because beside Rina, I did as uh, her sister that was like a blonde, very sexy uh, woman. Mm-hmm. And that was a comic that I did in 2002. And, uh, and the same character, Rina, I started to, I, I restarted the comic that I abandoned uh, a follow a follow up to that comic, <laughs> uh, the follow up that was named Rina's Night. I started to I res continued it nine years later on my Patreon because of the grief story that I told you about. Mm. And now I'm looking at the gift where that character came from. So I'm probably probably that's gonna be the the first the first thing that I'm gonna check maybe after I finish Rina's Night because uh, I think it's been quite a while, 18 years. So maybe if I want to move forward with something bigger, maybe that's a good idea. Yeah, uh, there was another comic too that maybe I want to make again. It's uh, a comic that I sold very well (laughs) because I think Mm -hmm. that was the very first comic that I put for sale. That's that's the name to house. Yes, I was just about <laughs> uh, to say. <laughs> yeah, uh, people really liked that. Uh, I don't. Uh, that's that's a comic that that I uh, also I like the character Darius made made me do that character. The character, by, I mean that comic by the way. Okay. And Darius was amazing, so maybe I have to ask him permission if I want to make a <laughs> a remake. So okay. I mean, there is always a possibility for yeah. many ideas here and there. Sure. But but to be honest, uh, you always want to make something new. So yeah. even though you your he- your your heart uh, is telling you, yeah, that, that's a good idea. You 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 want to remake that your brain say, that is more intelligent than the heart, obviously, obviously, uh, maybe has a better idea that is better to to come out, to come in with new, fresh takes on new ideas. That's more interesting most of the time, I say. But yeah, so I mean, I'm in a position now that I can, I have the luxury, I, I guess, to to maybe ponder about these these remakes. Yeah, it can happen. Okay. Um, <laughs> next one we have, uh, would you do a collaboration with Dirk on a Supernatural Werewolfish comic, Leo? And when they say Dirk, uh, I'm assuming they mean Dirk Teed, who did yes, the uh, yes, Paradigm Shift Werewolf comic. Uh, Dirk has a very particular style that is very grounded in terms of realistic environments. I think his his background are really good. Mine are very crappy. <laughs> he, he he likes detective stories, action comics. So I don't think my, all styles are very compatible to to make a a collab. Maybe some something funny like one page I'd be up to if he wants to I can make one comic page of, of or two characters interacting with, between each other that'd be fun I mean that is super fun to do but to make a real pro- 
comic, uh, I don't see that happening <laughs> because comics takes a lot of time. Uh, something mm. like a trade, yeah, sure. I mean, it depends on, on him. Uh, I mean, I have little time, but I don't know. It depends on the people in on the interest. So I, so I don't know. I, I know I, I did a, a gift, uh, an art gift for, for him uh, with his character and my character uh, back in the day that people really loved. Uh, it was Luna and and his wearable character. Um, ah, it was fun. It was fun. But I don't know. I think I I don't think our style are very compatible to work on something like that. But yeah, I mean something more smaller. I I can see it happening. Okay. And next, I have. Uh, what's the best portion of a werewolf transformation? Snout, tail, or paws, or other? Uh, muscles. Muscles. <laughs> oh, interesting choice. Yeah, I like muscles. Yeah, I remember uh, speaking to another artist before, and they said the best part was um, the spine and the back. Uh, which actually, I, I, I say muscles because yeah. you have the face of the character and there are so many different faces that you can mm-hmm. play with. Different characters, different faces. So every time that you make that, that face change, mm-hmm. it, it, it's going to be different for each character, for each different character. And in terms of hands and tails, it's going to be the same no matter the character because you cannot add different... <laughs> I mean, the, there is there are more limits for that, in te, uh, in, in, but not so much for the faces because the, there is more room there yeah. to explore. Okay. Uh, and then we have: Is there a definitive archive of all your older stuff, like the pictures of the werewolves used as the banner for the server? Uh, the banners for the what? Uh, they're asking if you have an archive of your older stuff, like what's on the banner. Uh, what's on? Oh, what's on the banner? It's not my old stuff. What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> it's not at all. What I have in my, in my banner is like uh, most of that art. Oh yeah, it's on my Patreon. To be honest, uh, okay. right now, right now, right now, right now. There is a person that he knows who he is. I think he's listening. He's working on the web design mm-hmm. of the of the site, and I hope I really hope that I manage to make a website that works this time because my website loboleo.com uh, has many many issues that I cannot work with. Uh, I cannot update the site the way it is because it takes me forever to do. I mean, I could, I can technically do it, but it, it takes me like the whole day or many days to uh, to design. To I have to cut every every frame of each of each image to the mm-hmm. size, and it's a pain uh, to do that. So uh, we are in the process of updating the web, the web design. I hope. He managed to to have something done soon, so we can put it to work. And after that, I can say yes, I can upload all the stuff of the all of the other stuff that is not available because there was a time when I 
maybe remove many of my old pieces because I didn't like them. But 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 there is always the chance to put them back on if I have a better website to work on it. That's the only thing that I can say, to be honest. Uh, there, there is uh, pieces of my art in my website. Uh, now most of my current art and, and newest uh, stuff is only on Patreon. Uh, there is a, there are, there are a few on my Twitter, and there, there are a very few on my on my full affinity. That's it's uh, kind of I know it is kind of a mess. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but but I hope to fix fix it in a in a very when the website uh, has has a definitive a definitive design. Okay. Um, I'll take two more from the Discord here. Uh, Muffins, I went ahead and did a RNG on your questions because they're pretty, <laughs> pretty elaborate. So I, I'm going to pick one out of the four you asked here, and this is pretty much the one that got the the winner here in my RNG uh, lottery. Mm. So. Um, when and by the way, if, if Leo wants to answer the questions, you know, after the podcast ends, that's up to his yeah. independent choice. But anyway, um, when you are getting a commission on a piece or a comic, comic, can you elaborate on how your commission process has evolved over time? Like from when you learned from your earlier earlier days on communication and process to now how you handle commissions with a commissioner of your art. Okay, uh, this is something that I talked before, but I, I think I can delve into it a little more in detail. Uh, back in the day, I didn't know anything. So it was like uh, I was struggling to understand what the, what the commission wanted. And I just did my best. That's the only thing that I, that I can say. Uh, after a few years, I learn, learned to be more cautious to what I want to do to make. Because right now, I think uh, I'm more picky and more uh, cautious on deciding on what on what to work. Because there is a moment uh, when you if if you work in two in two in pieces in in art pieces that are too similar. Uh, for example, you receive uh, one someone asking for a gear transforming into that uh, some kind of creature, mm -hmm. and then you receive another commission that is as asking something very similar. So uh, and you say yes. I mean, I know that person wants really wants that, but you 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 also uh, you you are also making your own uh, perception. You are creating a, a perception of of what artist you are for the for the people so even i some 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 commission ideas may be good in practice now um i'm more picky in, in the sense that first 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 and foremost i i have to like the idea mm -hmm. I, uh, now i don't just receive hey i'm, I'm open to commission you can commission me um whatever the, the first one no i I have to like the ideas. Uh, second, uh, I have to ask myself: Can I can I make this idea? 
can I make it? Can I? Uh, will will it be good for me in the sense that it's gonna it's gonna add something for me in the learning process? Or it's not gonna be another uh, thing that I that I, that I already did. Okay, uh, that's something I am doing recently that I wasn't doing before, to be honest. Uh, and now looking back, uh, I'm seeing that I have done many the same poses maybe a few times i have done the same idea too many times you can say you can draw so many werewolves and <laughs> and at some point and yes you may be right but there is always a new angle there is always a new character and the the style the style that they use to color the there are so many factors that you can you can consider um those are also part of the decision process for, of a commission so so when someone asks me for a commission I, I take in consideration if i if the idea is good if i like to do it and if this is something new for me and for my motivation for uh, to, to feel motivated to keep going on because I don't want to repeat myself right now. I, I mean, in, I'm in a position right now that I, that I don't want to just do the same for the sake of doing the same. Uh, I'm testing myself. You can do okay. You have done. You are doing so many uh, transformation coming. Uh, you're not repeat, repeating yourself. Yes, I, I'm repeating myself, but I'm repeating myself in different uh, manners, different characters, different poses, uh, different uh, species. Uh, so I'm changing uh, details here and there, and I'm challenging my uh, in my own way. So I take all that in consideration right now. So it's not just pick and choose really easily for me anymore. I I'm, be, I'm being very carefully because uh, and also right. and also right and also very important uh, uh, because my Patreon works for all kinds of people i want to be the uh, I, I know this this word is not something it's not a word that people really like because i don't know social justice warriors and all, all of that but i i really believe in the in diverse in, in the in in the sense of uh different uh genres uh female male uh sometimes i have to balance uh, then I, I'm producing too much male, too much female, because I, I have uh, I, I don't restrict to to one to one. So I'm trying to balance that and feel that I'm learn, learning from both sides. Uh, in the past, I was very very adamant that I I, I couldn't work on gay work because uh, I, I'm not familiar with with that spectrum of, of art. But now I'm more open to that. I'm trying to learn that uh, to be more more open to those suggestions and to learn to deliver in a way that works for them and uh, and for me to feel comfortable doing that. So yeah, uh, it's a it's a very delicate process, but I, I'm trying to do my best. That's all. I, that's all I can say. Gotcha. Okay. And um, I'll go ahead and we'll let the last question be from 
uh, the Picardo stream here. Uh, so we have, which comic sequence project did you enjoy working on the most? Uh, which comic sequence? Oh, it's hard to pick one, to be honest. <laughs> Maybe because when you're working, sometimes you, you say, I, I don't like, I, I feel like crap working on it. Mm-hmm. But when you see the result, it's a different feeling. It's like, wow, I did it. It really works right now. So I don't know. Maybe I, I really like the the way Beta Coli came out. I mean, okay. I, I I think I'm yeah. kind of proud the way it came out that 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 comic. So yeah, that, that could be one. I mean, there are many others. Uh, uh, Rina's Night. I I'm really mm-hmm. loving it the way it's working right now. So. Yeah, I, I'm, tr- I'm trying to achieve that to feel to feel successful successful in the way the comics look and feel when they are finished, <laughs> even right. when the process sometimes can be a little bit dragging. But right. Yeah. Okay. Good stuff. Uh, and again, if Lobo Leo would like to pursue answering the rest of the questions we didn't have time for today or tonight, rather, uh, he can. Definitely do that if he so chooses. But uh, with that being said, we are at the end of this episode for season three. I uh, again want to appreciate everyone that came in to listen in on the live session here, both in the Discord and in Picardo. Um, and for those that aren't avail- uh, able to be here for either the full duration um or at all they will be available for um the uh recorded version which will have post-production and editing and quality uh sound applied to it as well on the podcast website uh so you can stay tuned for that once it gets finalized now um as far as where to find Lobo Leo and his stuff. Would you care to uh, let her? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, mainly I'm posting all, all of my stuff for patreon.com slash Lobo Leo. Uh, I know that is very difficult for people to support. You know, not everyone can pay. But uh, you can also check my few stuff. My I'm posting re- relative older. I mean, all the new stuff comes to Patreon first, but I'm also posting a few things here and there from week to week on my Twitter feed. So you can follow me at Lobo Leo, uh, at, at Lobo Leo on Twitter. And maybe that, yeah, I think those are the main ones. I, I, I know I have my full affinity account, but I don't use it too much, so I am not gonna promote it. Because I'm kind of lazy with that platform, but yes, I think follow me on Lobo Leo on Twitter. Um, well, we are <laughs> we are good. Okay. And if you can support me, it's okay. Too. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. And uh, if you would like to listen into um, season one or season two of the Changing Times podcast to hear previous instances and interviews with. Uh, transformation from all around the community, from artists, writers, 
um, contributors, all of the like, you're more than welcome to visit our website, uh, which is changingtimespodcast.com. Um, it is hosted by Podbean, which with that being said, you can also download the Podbean app on Google Store or iPhone. Um, and the app will allow you to stream and or download any of the episodes for your listening pleasure at any time. Um, so again, that is changingtimespodcast.com or you can download the Podbean app, P-O-D-B-E-A-N, and uh, search for Changing Times Transformation. And you can uh, subscribe to the channel and stream or download to your your liking. Um, and I do post on For Affinity as well which is more of more or less just a reference to the website anyway but if you do want to fur, uh, follow the fur affinity account you could just follow me on fur affinity which is simply furaffinity.net slash user slash cheesy dino and that is spelled c-h-e-a-s-y not like the typical c-e-c-h-e-e-s-y um so again thanks everybody for listening in and for uh being a part of the uh, jump start or the start of season three for changing times has been a very long time coming and I'm glad to have finally come back around to it so stay tuned for the rest of season three this is Cheesy Dino with Lobo Leo thanks for listening <laughs>